I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Podcast like it. Just podcast like it. Hello and welcome to Podcast Like It's 1999, the podcast where we look back at the movies of 1999 from our purchase here in 2018. I am one of your hosts, Kenny Nybart. And I am Phil Isco. And today we have a very special guest. Very special. Like all of our guests. <laughs> well, you know. Super Extra special. special. Extra special, yes. Yeah. Uh, super special. Her name is Stacey Traub. And I'm just is, happy that you're outnumbered by Canadians. Although Rob yes. is American, so I have I actually just, we've never been so polite as to ask Rob where he's from. Yeah, where, where are, are you where from? Are you Rob? from Rob? Are you? No. Oh, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> I was like, that's the, that's the, the worst Canadian yeah. accent. <laughs> <laughs> that was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I like that. I, I like that was a, the deep cut though. Like, <laughs> I, it was yeah. obscure so, enough yeah. that I was he like, maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. he's got the Saskatchewan, the Saskatoon look. Yeah, right. So, I was like, maybe. Yeah, yeah for our yeah. listeners, yeah. He, he's from San Francisco. Okay. Uh, actually, right. which I think we have asked him. So have we? I think we first met. Where are you from, San Francisco? Cool. Don't want to sound like a fucking asshole that we never asked our producer where he's from. Uh, we did. San Francisco, just so boring. Of course, yeah, we I never mean, would remember. Is Stacy is yeah. also from Toronto. Canada. Yeah. Toronto. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. Toronto, not Toronto. Well, I don't even know. What are you talking about? <laughs> Toronto. To- Toronto? People say Toronto. Toronto. People Toronto? don't say Toronto. Toronto. But anyway. She's from Toronto. She's a writer. She's a showrunner. She co ran <laughs> the Real O'Neills. Uh, she's just coming off Blackish or on Blackish. Yeah. I don't know when this is going to air. And um, she's great. And she's a big fan of Dick. I am a Jesus huge Christ. fan of Dick. Let's so start. So many start it. Dick jokes. Start it. Um, start it. This, <laughs> is a, this is a podcast about Andrew Fleming's Dick. 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 
Which also somehow uh, made it weirder. Uh, you made it now sound like yes. it was about his actual penis. That's what I meant. Oh. So, um, right. no. no, it's it's about the movie Dick. It is. Directed by a man named Andrew Fleming. Yeah. Produced by a woman named Gail Ann Hurd. Love that's her. true. Yes. Which I completely, yeah. Which, yes. So yeah. that's something to talk about. And starring. It's kind of a weird credit for her, considering bizarre. like you look at the rest of her credits. It's like, oh, the Terminator Aliens, and- Terminator. Dick. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> she, she probably did it for the jokes. And uh, I would totally. You're doing this podcast for the jokes. I am. I am. I'm only here because of the title. I haven't seen the movie. You haven't seen the movie? Uh, <laughs> well, good, because we're going to go this through the whole thing. Yeah. Watch me. Yeah. Um, Dick. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, this is going to be amazing. It always right. works. I just want to say. It does always work. It always works. It does always work. I want to talk about when they do it in the movie because. You're like, they're going to do it at some point. It's yeah. going to be cheap. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's Every good. time the dick is yeah. good. Every time. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> okay. Yeah, true. They, they, they never fail to get the dick in. They so. really don't. They don't. Uh, um, the, I, I did say I would I, I would make no dick jokes, and I still haven't. I'm literally talking about the Just movie. The Every time, yeah. no yes. jokes. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, no double entendre. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, and like – a lot of our listeners and friends who listen to this actually request this. This is a, a yeah. very popular this movie. This was a popular movie. Um, among people, I think, you know, uh, of, of the generation of people we know. But um, I also think a lot of people don't really know this movie that well. Like, they yeah. do think we're just making dick jokes. There's kind of a gap. It feels like there were people that were around Stacy's age that saw it when it came Old. out and really – I didn't say that. <laughs> we'll get to uh, <laughs> That – Saw it we in the moment and enjoyed it, yeah. right? Because you had the wherewithal to enjoy it. And then yes. I feel like there's like this big gap. And then there's people that are in their 20s now that saw it when they were younger. And it was like a real a movie they loved as growing up. And there huh. seems to be kind of this discrepancy. Because like my I roommate. you and I fall into that gap. In the middle. That's what I'm saying. Yes. 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 You're, I totally yeah. agree. This was a movie that felt uh, completely insignificant and inconsequential to me. At the time. At it was a time. blip for me at the Did time. Did you see it at the time? I never saw it mm. until. Last I, I mean, week. I, I worked at wow. you know I, you know I worked at a, numerous video stores in Toronto, so it was a movie that was just, on a just, fair amount. Just kept hopping around. What video stores video did you work at? <laughs> um, I worked at Video Flix okay. on Avenue Road in Lawrence. Sure, that's my parents' that's, video um, store. I worked there for mine. a little redundant. I worked at one ahead. called Video File. I don't know Video File. It was like. In Scarborough. Yeah, no, that I didn't venture that. And then yeah. I worked at Base Route Video for during film school. Nice. Uh, and then I worked at a video store called Very Video on St. Clair and Young briefly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I worked in like three different video stores. Video Flix, I worked through like from like 15 to like 19 years of age. I probably knew you. You've definitely helped my parents then. For sure. For sure. The drops, crazy, yeah, yeah. The drops, yeah, the drops. We were, yeah. we were, we were at video. We were <laughs> the there for video flicks at least once a week. Yeah, I mean, we definitely cross paths on many occasions, which yeah. is super weird we now to think know. about. Yeah, we were I had just no idea. A child we were then. just, you know, we were different people. We were, we were different people then. But I do remember it being a movie that a lot of people would put on in the video store. Right. Like it was sort of because it had fun mm-hmm. '70s music yeah. and it was colorful and nice it was looking short. Movie. It's a good looking movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, short of some of the the. You know, uh, matte the, painting the, the, sort of the, the exterior the white CG house stuff, stuff is pretty bad. It's but a little, it's a little spotty, but you I know. forgive it. Yeah, absolutely. There's absolutely. no budget there. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. No, I, I but I, but to, to Kenny's point, it does feel like it sort of fell in this weird place for me. So. Yeah. But you know. Well, all right. Well, that's true. But um, what's interesting about this, among other things. Because it's mm-hmm. a great movie. I think it's a lot better than I expected it to be. Yeah. Oh my God, is it resonant? 
Well, now maybe more than yeah. ever. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. similar yes. to it. I keep coming back to Ed TV. Stacey, have you seen Ed TV? <laughs> you know, I haven't seen Ed TV. You should see Ed TV. Here's what's weird. Well, we'll get to this part, but Ed TV and um, Wild Wild West uh-huh. and Mickey Blue Eyes, okay, which are all films from 1999. They right? are. I wrote copy for those films. Okay. I was a writer's assistant on Mad About You. Uh-huh. And I had the wrong visa because I'm Canadian. Mm-hmm. And so they couldn't pay me. So uh-huh. I was working for free. And then one of the guys I worked with was like, if you need money, you can write copy. That's so funny. And they'll just, they just pay you cash. They're not going to ask for your green card or whatever. I don't even remember who it was that I specifically worked for. But uh-huh. for those three movies, you had to just write taglines for the billboards. Sure, sure. Oh, wow. Pages and pages. You, you'd hand in like 150 taglines and yeah. they give you like $800. And seriously, what? those. Yeah, Did any it, of yours stick? You know, no. My Wild Wild West ones were horrible. Do you remember any of them by any chance? Yeah, I can't say that. They gave you 800 <laughs> Why not? Did, did you were you the one who came up with no more Mr. Knife Guy? No. Because <laughs> no. if you did, were, you wouldn't be a fucking hero right now. No. I, I, I do at the end of the year want to do best lines of 1999. Yeah, that'll be up yeah. there for sure. It's number one. You can't be. <laughs> oh my I had, god, that's whatever, incredible. Whatever they did for Mickey Blue Eyes, I think mine was close. And it was one of those things where you didn't get paid if they chose. <laughs> no, it was. I believe it. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at all the horrible Mickey Blue Eyes log lines I'm thinking right now. One, one was like, like, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes something. Come to, yeah. <laughs> Could that have to do like with Mickey Uncle Blue Eyes? Like Uncle Oh, Jesus. With a That's gun. Really and I love it. it was bad. I love it. You, yeah. you, you're supposed to. It's just yeah. you have to go outside the box. Sure, you have to write sure, like 150 sure. of them. That's but then, fantastic. Even if they pick one that's close to yours, they adjust it a little bit. I don't think you'd get a bonus if they picked yours anyway. You're just yeah, paying I, for your time. I once wrote like a week of jokes for yeah. Fallon to try to get a job on Fallon. Right. And he wound up using one of my jokes. The last joke he told on Friday was my joke. Really? But he changed it slightly and I saw nothing. <gasps> I'll tell you that Seriously? joke. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. The joke was, do you remember, and then we'll get into Dick, but do you remember- Please. When, <laughs> or, or rather, Dick will get into us. Yes. Yes, but sure. See, you, now, now you're pushing it. No. Sorry. The movie Don't push stage. the joke. I know, don't don't I know. push I'm the just, joke. The, the, the dick's going to come now. Commit, dick, <laughs> commit to the bit. The dick, will come, the dick will come out when the dick comes out. Yeah. Jeez. So- Oh, um, my God. This is the one my wife will listen to. Your face. So actually, should we give a little context to Stacey? No, I want to hear the Fallon joke and then we'll do it. Okay, okay. So do you remember when Cory Booker saved the people in the house in Newark? Like like a superhero, Cory Booker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So the joke was uh, last night, Cory Booker ran to a burning house to save a group of people in in, in Newark. Not to be outdone, Chris Christie saved saved an Oreo from, you know, drowning in a cup of milk. Right? right? That's good. That was the joke. Sure. Fallon used the exact same setup, and he said, not to be outdone, Chris Christie saved a broken Tostito in uh, a blob of, in a blob of guacamole. <gasps> and wow. Just, yeah, yeah. No, yeah and, and I the was Oreo like, is better, too. I like that. The picture I, The Oreo is fun. And also, it's drowning. It. Yeah. Because like, there's a liquid That's exactly involved. right. That's yeah. exactly it's right. It's a better wordplay. Yeah. Say, yeah, saved, yeah. saved an Oreo from drowning in a cup of milk. Yeah, you completely fucked it up. Um. He did. He fucked yeah, it up. So, so what if he had used it? Would have given me a job, I assume. 
that's how no. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be here today <laughs> i would have moved would have moved to new york yeah this yeah. i would have written on you know, know the I'm saying, who are you sending jokes to like what, just they're, they're, they're like, like they accept no 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 unsolicited no, no, no. jokes they okay. um there there's like an open pe- i think and this might have been a few years ago this was probably eight ten years ago there's a period of time with like accepting new writers and part of the submission process okay. is write 10 jokes every day for um, the week. Okay. Okay. And then, you know, for the first time in my life, I'm staying up and watching Fallon right. at 1130 because I'm asleep. Nothing against Jimmy Fallon and waiting for these jokes. And yeah, that last joke on the last day they used it. But That's like, so funny. what are you going to do? I think maybe I, they want you to just feel honored that they, that you, I really, thinking, I really I, wish I just, we could hear some of your, uh, I have to find those notebooks. I only remember one and it's, it's, Horrible. You just you can't say. It I don't want to say it. Okay, you'll tell us off mic. <laughs> okay. Um, it was. Her it Wild was. Wild Wild I want to say too. This we, is an NC seventeen podcast. I know. I, it's I know. It's, it's not that. It's embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> oh. it's, but it's not like I'd seen the movie. Sure. I think I read the script. I must have just read the script. God bless you. I can't believe. I had first to of read all, that script. I'm, I mean, sure. Which never, version? Which I mean, like there I were. Don't like, know. I mean, the it was. Good, I'm sure, it was the good one. Wild Wild West. So those, I, were, those were the this days. This is kidding. to go back to Ed TV. Is I yeah. never saw the movie, oh, yeah. but I did read the script, and I don't remember loving the script. But I'll. I'll God, here's what I'll say. So here's what I'll say about Ed TV is that not because this is not you know an Ed TV, but you understand where I'm going. I understand where you're going, yeah. which is that it's you're watching Ed TV now and just being like they had it. They were they saw the future. Okay. They didn't know it, but they saw the future of reality television. Oh, okay. and I think that that to Kenny's point, Dick saw Trump. Sort of in a weird way. Huh. In a weird way. Now, everything that's happening in Dick. Is happening now. Feels like it's happening in real life. Yeah. And like, this doesn't have to become political, but if it goes there, it goes there. And that was kind of harrowing to watch. Well, Stacey and I were discussing uh, before we started about how, I, when I was watching the movie, I was thinking to myself, well, what was happening in politics at the time that this movie was released or being made? And it was Clinton. So like it feels more like an indictment of the Lewinsky stuff and the and the yeah. the Clinton stuff than it does Nixon in a weird way. I feel like I've lost Kenny. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm looking for my notes. I think okay. you're right. Now, yeah, and being, I just said that I yeah. because I saw it at the time and loved it at the time, and then I yeah. watched it again in a way I was like having nostalgia for 1999 <laughs> sure, or something, sure, like sure. going back and remembering how much yeah. I loved it. Like, yeah, and. I guess I'm not deep because I wasn't looking at the other. I was the the minute what I thought was Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. A big time. That's what I thought. I was Absolutely. like, oh, because I, I love stories like that. Like yeah, I love yes. the side characters uh-huh. who you could give a shit about, but how yeah. they're really how they affect. Yeah, you know, it's kind of. I mean, I think I think one review said it's Rosencrantz and Guildenstern and Forrest Gump. Like it has it's sort more of more Forrest Gump. It's to got me. those right. two things. Because I love I love Rosen, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Um, but they were in Hamlet. Like these girls weren't in. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So, but I love this is Forrest Gumpy to me. You know, a little bit. I mean, I think that this is better than Forrest Gump. It, I mean, guys, what's not? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a huge Forrest <laughs> Gump his, fan. Oh, I know. I, I mean, I have I have my issues with it, but I also find it's a movie that like is charming. Like it, it has an undeniable charm to it. On some level, mm-hmm. but what what I find sort of strange about, and I rewatched it, I don't know, about a year ago, and I did find myself just being like, I mean, it's awfully cutesy and it's awfully kind of ridiculous at times, but then mixed into it, it's also like kind of gross and weird. Yeah. 
that's kind of the stuff that stuck with me. I was like, so his mom fucked the principal to get him into school? Like well, that's that, true. Like that, no one's talking about that. Oh Jesus, I don't know that. It's like, <laughs> I could talk oh about God. fucking Forrest Gump too, wait, man. What? Wait, wait, <laughs> you want to talk Forrest Gump? What year is Forrest Gump though? That's ninety four. Okay, the other great year. Okay, so I'm like, okay, that's the year I moved out here. Before I, I was like, hate it. I was like, oh, rah, rah, America. Did you hate Forrest Gump your whole- it was, It's a seriously jingoistic it's movie. It's jingoistic, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. That's the only way I know how to use that yeah. word is when referring <laughs> to Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. So you always hated Forrest Gump? <laughs> yeah. But I had, I was Canadian. I'd lived here. I probably saw it here. Mm-hmm. And I was like- Fortunately, you were no longer, so that's good. No longer Canadian? <laughs> yeah, you said you, you were. Well, I'm still, I have a green card. I'm Ugh. not a citizen. Yeah, yet. I'm in the same boat with you. I have finally. To. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. You gotta um, get him before 2020. No, I know I am. I am. Because yeah. I felt like a real asshole. I couldn't vote. <laughs> yeah, you better vote. I, I won't be able to get it by 2020. Really? Yeah. I will. Mine yeah, is five years old. with a green card, I believe, but, before you can apply for citizenship. Yeah, but you know in California we allow three to five million people who are illegal to vote. Yeah. Right, right. So, so we can slip right we in can there. Right. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're fine. Um, uh, so anyway, we shouldn't talk about Forrest Gump. No, let's stop talking about Let's talk about let's talk Vic. about where you were in nineteen ninety nine. Please. Okay. Um, what were you doing and, it was, and and who were you? I hadn't really thought about it until uh, I <laughs> listened down. to your podcast okay. and I was thinking about that year. And you guys were talking about where you guys were in 99. Mm-hmm. And 99 was like a really important year for me. I was 28 uh-huh. years old. Um, it was the year I got my first staff writing job on a little show called Suddenly Susan. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which was, like, super exciting, um, except I didn't have the right visa or a green card. <laughs> oh, God. And I couldn't get the – what's the O one? What's the one O-1. where, like, to prove you're an artist? Yeah, I just O-1. didn't have enough people to back me on that. Like, yeah. So <laughs> I didn't go down that road, yeah. so I wound up getting married. Oh, yes. I got married of in course. 1999, married my – big year for you. It was a really big year. Yeah. First, first, like, real writing job – First marriage. Mm-hmm. First real husband. <laughs> first, <laughs> first real husband. Um, and it lasted for, we lasted like nine years. So we had, that's, I mean, it's okay. And it wasn't like a, that's a marriage. It most, wasn't most a Most green sham. card marriages don't yeah, last nine no, years. It was My real. current marriage, we're not nine years yet. I'm sure we'll get there. But <laughs> Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's good to think that way though. Got it. Hey. <laughs> Well, you know, it's I like, mean, as someone who's divorced, sure, sure, it's sure. It's just like it's better to have low expectations, and then who said I have low expectations? I'm making this jokes. Is here. Amazing. No, no, no. Uh, hey, I, Laura. I know this I'm really sure you guys is are great. She's gonna, be, she's gonna be like Dick. Yeah. What is this Dick? And then they're talking about. <laughs> she senses a disturbance. In the yeah. yeah. Like, uh, we're definitely, no. we're definitely gonna be married forever. Yes. That's definitely yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> But, you yeah. know. So, yes. Hey. So, 99, so, for you. Yeah. So, marriage yeah, let's talk and a staff about writer job. Staff writer job. Uh, <laughs> I got married. Um, and I did see a lot of movies because when I went and looked at the list, I realized I had seen like most of, of those. Yeah. yeah. Like all those movies. Mm-hmm. And it was a time before I had kids when I had time to go see movies sure. in the theater. I'm pretty sure I went a lot by myself. Were there other to the movies? Beverly Connection to the Beverly Connection, which you guys didn't believe had? I didn't know theater. that. Was, I didn't know that. Was Not you guys, but were were there? <laughs> were, were there any believe? Yeah. Were, there, were there other movies from '99 you wanted or you thought about doing with us? Uh, yeah. What? Did- <laughs> Phil, t- Phil told me no. I, no, that's that's not oh, true. Oh shit! She said 
I sent you okay. the list. Did I, I wanted. I certainly didn't say now. I can said, hardly okay. wait. I said she's no, the best uh, guest. I hate about you. We're gonna have. Can hardly wait was ninety four or ninety. No, what's the movie? I'm sorry that your cousin directed. She, she's all. She's that. all that. Yes. I'm sorry. It's mm-hmm. similar. It's all good. She's all that. Everybody wants. She's all okay. that. Okay. I not. I would have absolutely well, said no, no, no. But you guys what? had the inside connection, and then I yeah. think I asked about South Park because. We're not talking about South Park movie, but I will say I have to figure out what else opened that weekend uh-huh. because I went and I know exactly the movie theater. It's gone now, but it was on Hollywood Boulevard, not the Chinese, but there was like another theater. I don't know. Just a little bit okay. east. And we, my then husband and I were going to see, I don't remember what, and it was sold out. And so we went and saw South Park. I'd never seen an episode of South Park. I'd never seen it when I saw South Park. I didn't know what I was getting into. It was opening night. It was packed. It was fucking madness, I'm sure. It was fucking amazing. Like I- It's a, I mean, everyone wants South Park. I mean, we are, I mean, Kenny obviously can attest to the fact that when we, when we ask people to be on the podcast, we obviously say like, what are the movies that you would love to do? Right. And- there are a lot of, I mean, ten things I hate about you. We get a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. The teen movies we get a lot. Well, Magnolia movies, and Magnolia, I just told you, we yeah. get a lot. Um, Magnolia is going to be me and Phil holding each other. I think <laughs> for <laughs> seven <laughs> hours. Oh, you have to like play. Could, oh, you probably can't play the soundtrack. We can't play anything. <laughs> Can you That's, sing it? Yeah, we'll it's, sing Amy Man. We'll sing yeah. Save yeah. Me over and over and over. Again. <laughs> what you thought? Uh, but cut I, to different people singing it, yes. just like in the yeah. movie. We can do what's up. Yeah, we I can. will yeah. sing the whole song right now if you don't stop me. Okay, but, but there are there no, are a lot of there are a lot of things that that there are a lot of movies that I do feel like we do get a lot. Right, and no, uh, there were, there were some some like some crazy seminal, and South yeah. Park is very very. Like, you that's remember all and, and where you girl were. interrupted. We've gotten a lot too, Recently. which is, which is surprising yeah. from a yeah. lot of girls. It's it's mostly women, but mm-hmm. still, like, yeah. it's, it's very I, interesting. I don't know that I saw it in the theater, but I liked it. But we do get the dick way more than I thought we would, <laughs> <laughs> given <laughs> who we are. I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How much yeah. you get dick? Thank because you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's a, just yeah. such a solid movie. It, really it is. is. It's a great movie. It's a great so movie. good. So um, let's do a little context. Do our context, dick, just so we have a yeah. sense of of this movie. Uh, it opened on August fourth, nineteen ninety nine, in twelfth place. Yeah, with two point two million. <laughs> even, that's gross. not even a place. Yeah, I mean, that's like is, that's that's isn't. that's like also receiving votes. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Uh, also competed. Yeah. Also ran. Dick. Uh, it opened with two point two million. Went on to grow six point two million on a yeah. thirteen million dollar budget. Not good. Uh, you said six point two total. Six point two total. That's a surprisingly large amount considering it started in twelfth place. A movie that starts in twelfth place today I is guess. lucky to hit like. Can two you get a number true. now though? Like what it what would it translate to today? Or no, it's just. When does the money stop rolling in? Like I'm just saying, how oh, is, oh, how is six point three? Well, that was end? what I was just about to say. Like okay, it was a sorry. failure in that moment, but and we don't have this in front of us. But like home video was a big deal for this movie, so I imagine this movie mm. ultimately broke even when everything is right, said and done. Right. Um, I'm not sure anybody made any money off of it, but that's kind of the thing too. And I was talking actually to my roommate about this the other day. Um, you don't have that anymore. Like there isn't a movie now that can come out on video, quote unquote, whatever the fuck that means. And actually become a home video hit. It happened a lot. It happened a lot in the nineties. In the nineties, mm. but like because right. I was, I remember as I said working in video stores. Two movies come to mind: Donnie Darko and Boondock Saints. Yeah, Boondock yeah. Saints. I was were both say. Yeah. straight to video movies that every goddamn college kid thought he had discovered. Donnie Darko was straight. To neither video. neither, neither video. of them were straight to video. They both, both had them, theatrical runs. No, of something. Not at the time. They might I, have. I think Donnie Darko came out. 
afterwards when it became a really big hit. And maybe this is Canada. It's like Family Guy getting pulled. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure of. Boondock Saints did have some kind of I, run. Okay. Um, my point my point is more than anything that that yeah. if they did get a short theatrical release, it didn't really make an impression. Right. Mm-hmm. And then everyone found it on video and they thought they discovered fucking Citizen Kane. This, right. And this and, is also true for you know, um Office Space. Yes. Office Space uh, did I saw virtually Office Space in the theater. Yeah, it did very little business but in the theater. Didn't do great in the theater and it was huge on video. It's true it's for It's so good. Because it's, it's fantastic. It's amazing. Is it's, that also 99? It is. Also on, also on my top yeah. 10. Yeah. A Galaxy yeah. Quest is another one. Galaxy Quest oh, is a good answer. So good. And it was amazing yeah. on, like so Outside you, Providence you, is also another movie that that really <laughs> No one knows Who outside Providence. The Fairly Brothers produced that. What's outside? Well, yeah, it was based on a, a book Peter Fairley wrote. No one, no, ever watched this movie. No. We're gonna watch it. It's gonna be. Is okay. it a '99 movie? Yeah, it's a great, great movie. Can't wait. I'll come back for that one. Will you? <laughs> Why not? Just be careful what you wish for. No, it's I mean, I think movie. it would be fun to do one that I haven't Kenny seen. It's a good movie. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. No, because then I can come back and judge Kenny. <laughs> yeah, and just be like, that's what everybody what likes to do. That's actually, that's actually mostly what but this what, podcast is. But what I think is, is my uh, my point was that you don't have that today. If a movie fails at the box office, it's a failure. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no safety net anymore of iTunes or any sort of thing. What you do have now is sort of the safety net of on-demand, sort of a, a, a concurrent release of right. a movie – a smaller movie that you know DirecTV or someone pays money for in order to be able to release it at the same time, but that's a different thing, right? Like but I'm, just, I'm saying that Dick is a type of movie that at the time probably definitely found an audience on video, right? Just for the fun of it, can you think of the last movie that didn't do well in the theater but had that second life? Well, that's that's my point. I, I can't think of uh, it. not even necessarily home video. It could be Netflix or it could be just a movie that kind of found its legs later. I mean, Shawshank well, is one of those. There must but, be like. Yeah. Adam Sandler movies because Netflix wants Keeps to just make movies with him. People I mean, well, watch like yeah. well, the metrics are all fucked now. Is the problem like yeah. who knows how many people what, are yeah. watching Netflix or watching anything for that matter? So it's really kind of hard to say. It's but hard it, to it, say. It, 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 it would be more of a word of mouth thing, a more of a, yeah. a feel thing almost. Well, but, but this is all. This all actually kind of goes part and parcel to a discussion I was having the other day as well about the Oscars and looking at how the Oscars ratings were down. Yeah, a, 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 a serious lot. amount. To the point where you have to ask yourself, like, are people going to the movies anymore? And if they are going to the movies, are they going to see things that are just sort of the umpteenth comic book movie with their kids or something like that? So the whole movie going experience has drastically changed. So, and, and it's this institution of the Oscars and what that, anyway, it's all very, I think it's interesting, but, you know. Well, I just think there aren't any, those indie movies yeah. that there were now that yeah. now they're on Netflix or they're Netflix show, they're TV yeah. shows. So yeah. like that group like that's what I was going to see. Like I was a film school kid, and so, like that's yeah. what I would go see in the nineties. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it just begs. What's that movie that Tom Waits is in in black and white? Uh, oh, uh, Coffee and Cigarettes. That no. oh, uh, that's Jar- Jim Jarmusch, but I don't know. Yeah, Jim Jarmusch. Yeah, like yeah, Jim Jarmusch yeah. is like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a new Jim Jarmusch movie. We have to go. Like, right. who's doing that now? Nobody. Well, that's the thing that you know you have to ask yourself about. Like, so Shape of Water makes seventy million dollars domestically. That's more than just the coasts, but it's right. Who is I didn't seeing see it? it? There you go. So, I didn't see it. You know. But I get the screeners and I don't yeah. I so didn't watch the screen. Exactly. I know. I watched only about half of them. So, um, Dick. Yes. The synopsis. Ah. I'm just going to give a synopsis of Dick very briefly for the people that have not seen Dick, which based on its box office totals see is Dick. probably a fair, fair amount. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. Uh, Betsy, played by Kirsten Dunst, and Arlene, played by Michelle Williams, are two 15-year-old girls in 1976. When Betsy visits Arlene at the Watergate Motel, the two accidentally stumble into the middle of, an, of the infamous Watergate robbery. 
In order to keep them quiet, Nixon uh, appoints them as honorary dog walkers. As they travel in and out of the White House, they seeming, their seemingly innocent actions start a chain of events that may eventually lead to Nixon's resignation as president of the United States. Um, yeah, so that's what the movie's about. Uh, the thing that that has to be said is how fucking great they both are in this movie. Amazing. I <laughs> The comedic chops amazing. of both of them. And they don't do comedies anymore. When I was taking notes, I just kept stopping going, these girls are blowing me away. Yeah. Like, they are so dedicated yeah. and they're so in it. And what yeah. I love is like, they don't know they're in a comedy, which is like my favorite kind of yes. comedy. Yes. Let me say, yes, I think Kirsten Dunst was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I'm not taking away from Michelle Williams. Oh, okay. But I think Kirsten, <laughs> I, think, we go. I think Kirsten Dunst had a much harder role. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Michelle Williams. She was less dumb. So she, yeah, the well, dumb Michelle girl. Michelle had here. a lot to chew on. She was in love with yeah. Richard Nixon. That's yeah. not that. Yeah. That's not quite as difficult to play as, as Kirsten Dunst, who played it straight down the middle, mm-hmm. nailed every line, yeah. Yeah, every yeah. line reading. She found, yeah. she found little nuances I yeah. never would have thought were there. Yeah. So I, I was blown away by her. And then, you know, subsequently, I know there's been kind of a, 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 Revaluation? Yeah, revaluation of her career. I think people think she's a good actress now. Well, I think that's that point, not to cut you off. Kristen Dunst. Yeah. Who said she's not a good actress? I think there was a period of time. Well, she kind of went away. Like, the Spider Man movies were paying her so much money. She kind of went away for a beat. And she wasn't particularly good in those. No. Well, I don't really love those movies. No, she would. But, like, in 99, she makes Dick, she makes Drop Dead Gorgeous, she makes The Virgin Suicides. And I mean, she's coming off crazy. of Interview with the Vampire. And she's coming off of Interview with the Vampire, and yeah. I'm forgetting what the other thing was. But, no, there was but like as a, a list there was, Yeah, there was this long period of time, I think, where I think people thought she was a lightweight. And frankly, I think she did Fargo because of that, to some extent. Well, she the, did Melancholia. Did she I was just going to say, she's fucking amazing. She did say Virgin Suicide. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. She did Melancholia that kind of brought her back in a critical, from a critical standpoint. And then she did Fargo, which I think brought her back, back on a... Larger. Well, she does. Scale. I mean, just to walk through her filmography from from Interview with the Vampire, she does Little Women, which was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does Jumanji, uh, Wag the Dog, which she's oh. in briefly, but is quite yeah. funny. In. And uh, oh yeah, I remember that. It's just Small Soldiers, that uh, weird Joe Dante yeah. movie that nobody saw. Uh, and then in '99, she has a movie called True Heart, which I don't know what that is. It mm-hmm. was filmed in '97. You'll find out. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, Drop to Gorgeous, Virgin Suicides, and Dick. I mean, it's it's crazy. to Like, those three films are amazing. And then she kind of has a trouble sort of finding a, a, a lane for a while. Like, I mean, she did bring it on. Bring it on. She does bring it on, which is great, right? But then she does Crazy Beautiful. Um, yeah, I think that's where it kind of fell off. Salvation. Yeah, I think that's kind of know. what I'm saying. And, and then, then you've got Spider-Man. Back. She Whereas- does Spider-Man in 2001, 2002. Mona Lisa Smile, which some people like. I never saw that movie. Didn't Uh, see it. She's amazing in Eternal Sunshine. She is. She's fantastic in Eternal Sunshine. She's also the sixth lead in that. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say, who's she in Eternal Sunshine? She's the one that, uh, that, what's his face? She's in love with Tom Wilkinson. Oh, right. Oh, yes, yes. Which is fucked. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, Yeah. So she does that. So in 2004, she does Eternal Sunshine, Spider-Man 2, Wimbledon. A, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Town, Mary Antoinette, Spider Man 3. Like, she's kind of, uh, to your point, she, she's in a bit of a like. fault, though? No, it's but her it's, age, it's her age. It's her age. Yeah. But there's yeah. such, some of those movies are so bad. Yeah. 
she probably had no choice but yeah. to be terrible in them. Had no opportunity yeah. to give good at, to, to yeah. give you good don't performances. Have a good but she. But to your point, you know, between but look at Michelle Williams' career. Yeah, she's a rock. Like, right. Yeah. Like up. But also, like, what was, what was the last comedy that Michelle Williams did? Like, she's really fucking yeah, funny in this movie. Do you have an answer? I don't know I what the don't, answer is. I don't have an answer, but you look that up. I uh, I will. But, like, just looking at Kirsten Dunst, you've got Elizabeth Town 2005, Marion 2006, Spider-Man 3 2007, and then basically she goes away until 2011 with Melancholia. Like, she does a couple movies right. that, that are not things. Which is interesting. I guess there's also maybe I mean, she went to she college. And she or something? Well, she doesn't need the money. I guess too. Like I'm sure she's just sort of like they don't actually pay you to go to college. <laughs> but <laughs> I also feel like I don't know. there's talk of her wanting to. She's directing now, and yeah. I, I think I think that she sort of had aspirations to do other things. But all this being said, uh, she's great in this movie, um, and she is great in The Beguiled, which came out last year, which she was great in. Okay. As far as I can tell, I may not know some of these movies. Michelle Williams has never done comedy. Except for Dick. Except for Dick. Wow. Really? As far as I can tell. Yeah, and she's only done fucking pitch black dramas and The Greatest Showman. I think we should get her for a TV show. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> you have to yeah, have those like, out-of-the-box casting ideas. She had, look, I mean, she's had an incredible 15-year run. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm looking at her. At her Did you ever see that Sarah Polly movie she was in? Yes, take, I actually really like that. Waltz. Shot in Toronto. I yeah. love that take movie. This take this waltz. Great movie. Yes. Yeah. With Seth Rogen Heartbreaking. and uh, Luke uh, yeah. Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Super sad movie. Yeah. Yeah, Sarah Paul, Sarah Pauly doesn't make happy movies. No. Love her movies, but they're not that, happy. I love that movie. She's done really only these like- Yeah. Very the, heavy. The, it's very interesting. Sometimes she'll do a bigger movie like Oz the Great and Powerful, but that's not a comedy. <laughs> and like- I mean, that was... there's some laughable stuff in it. Yeah. Oh. Um, Good non-dick joke. Nick, the only um, non-dick joke thus way to far. Go. Can we get back to Dick? Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's been too long my, my without point, Dick. My point was how great they both are, but I think it's also what they're sort of the needle they're threading in mm-hmm. this movie is also really impressive. Like they're both the sweetness, the naivete, all of that. Like it could tip very easily, yeah. but they somehow keep it grounded, even though they're so close to caricature. Right. And I just, I also feel like they were young enough that you buy it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how old they actually were at that time. A little Pro- older than they were than the, than Maybe the 15. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think Don's might have been 17. Yeah. I think Michelle Williams is a little older than her. Yeah. But. but you just, you buy it. Like, I, I don't, I don't think they have more experience than they do. I don't think they're smarter than they are. Yeah. Like their reactions just feel. feel very genuine. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's. Yeah, I mean, they just, they feel like the age of the characters. They feel like they're playing it for real yeah. in, in a way. Um, I kept thinking about, um, with Kirsten's performance, uh, Cher from Clueless. Yeah. Like, it has that kind of level of of naivete and bubbly. Mm-hmm. But, like, like a, a, there's a truth and a heart to it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it never sort of, like, floats away into Yeah, into, but Cher was smart. Like, ultimately, Cher... Hold on. Are you telling me you think Betsy and Cher are not of equal intelligence? Because I feel like they're yes, pretty I, fucking close. I'm literally them. telling you that. Yes, but Cher was smart. Well, Cher I was don't. smart. You don't think Cher was smart? I, what? I she was. I know, I know she couldn't pronounce Haitians, but... She wasn't Spartacus. smart. But she, she wasn't smart. She, was, she wasn't smart. I'm not saying she was a genius, but she was smart. <laughs> she had She had skills. She put... She did. She had She's, skills like putting outfits together. That's a thing. That's... Her, <laughs> she also had skills putting people together. 
She set up her teachers. I mean, this is Emma, right? So yeah, like, but Emma, I'm her level of intelligence she's not and Emma. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, no. This is totally di- you're, you're totally wrong. You're totally misreading that character. If you think if you think she's just a ditz, she's. I don't think she's. I a don't ditz. think Betsy's a ditz though. That's my point. Oh, I, I think, don't think you're giving. I don't Betsy think enough she's credit. a ditz. I think you're gonna have to point point me <laughs> to one moment in this movie where Betsy did something on purpose the way it's supposed to go. Where she, she gets she him to stop the Vietnam War. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! What she, other wait, 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 wait. in the context wait, wait. of the movie? She, she she asks him to stop the Vietnam War. That's not. Yeah, that's but not I know. Still, but if you have a moment not, with the president, that's not formulating a plan. I saw the Katy Perry concert, and they pulled up a fifteen-year-old, and they said, "If you could wish, what do you have to say? Yeah. If I could grant one wish," and the girl said, "World peace." I'm like, cool. Whatever. I'm just saying, like I that's think, a. She was. She think, took wait, wait. a moment I, with the president. Wait, wait. You think that's that's. You think it's intelligent yes. to ask? She didn't get him to stop the Vietnam War by like by by coming up with a plan. She, she just doesn't have asked, to do that. No, <laughs> no, no, no. By the way, no, no, I actually I, disagree with you because they do make a I, plan. Wait, by the way, by yes. the way, I agree with you that she doesn't have to. They do get that. smarter throughout I, the movie. That's, that's I agree. She, I agree that she doesn't have to do that mm-hmm. because of her circumstance, uh-huh. but she didn't do that. So the fact that she didn't oh do God. that, this is crazy. First I'm of all, just saying what she chose. She's not to say. Well, maybe okay. Maybe they're smart without knowing it. Could that? Could it be that? Because I, I think they're. I think the whole. I think the, I, here's what I'm no, amazed no, by. No, 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 hold on, hold on. This is. I think this is the point of the movie. I think the point of the movie is that right. this administration was so Fuck. messed up, yeah, right. and they're so incompetent, and they're so paranoid, and mm-hmm. they're so stupid, mm-hmm. yeah, that two. 15-year-olds mm-hmm. who thought they were there to walk the dog. They did not think they were there to walk the no, dog. They were, they were they bought into this idea, mm-hmm. inadvertently brought down this administration. And I think that's the most important point. They inadvertently brought down this administration. Like, But I guess what oh, – I think what Stacey and I are both saying yeah. is that, yes, to a degree, but by the end, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. And the administration and would, was coming down anyway. And I would say well, that in, in comparison to the share that's argument, another which is why I point. brought it up. Brought up in the first place is that Cher is a ditz for a good chunk of that movie. And then she wakes up and she's like, actually, I want to be a substantive person. Yeah. And she gets her shit together. Yeah. And I'm not saying she doesn't have the aptitude to learn. She does. Okay. To say we, that- we could do our Clueless podcast later. Okay. I, I look forward I, to it. I, I Clueless stru- is a great fucking movie. It's one of the best. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, strongly di- I strongly disagree with the characterization <laughs> okay. of Cher. I'm amazed. But- okay. Because they're so drastically dissimilar. Well, they're dissimilar okay, enough. They're okay, similar fine. enough where, like, it's just not, you know, just, it, I think you run the risk of saying characters who look like that and talk like that are right. similar. But Cher is, you know, a classic protagonist making her own decisions. Right. Um, whereas I think Betsy is less so. Well, here's, here's what I'm, I'm going to. At gonna, the beginning, I'd say yes. I think by the end, they're making their own decisions. Yeah, by Let's, the end. I would say that one of the things that jumped out at me about this movie is that it kind of had a Coen Brothers feel to it. Huh. It had sort of this burn after reading, Hail Caesar kind of vibe. When they go like super broad with their comedy, mm-hmm. yeah. it did feel that way. And that's why I look at Betsy and Arlene and I feel like they are similar to the stupid Coen Brothers characters yeah. that cobble together. Yeah. You know what I mean, like Marge in Fargo is by no means a stupid person. But because of the way she talks and the well, way that she acts, nine. oh my god, this is insane. March? It's, I mean, well, even but oh, my brother point is that Mar- out there, not right? Yeah, they smart. figure it out in the end. Like they're actually the smartest person in the room, and they actually put the whole thing together. And that's why I felt like Betsy and Arlene had a similar vibe to that, which is 
You know, they, they seem like bumbling idiots that don't get the joke, and then they get the joke. Don't yeah, underestimate the only women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that is the message. Let's play. Let, let's play. Let's, let's see. Let's see who defended Cher Horowitz and who's telling me she's an idiot, and then who underestimated I she women. Was an idiot. I gotta tell you guys. I gotta tell you guys. <laughs> You can you can come at Dick all day long, but you were the ones coming at Clueless. Let's see I, how I wasn't even coming at it. I also didn't. I wasn't. It wasn't a degrading thing. I actually said that she seems like her in the sense that there were similarities. That was I, the only thing that I didn't under this. I didn't underestimate any women. I'm of course pro not. women. She was obviously kidding. I, obviously, this is oh a touchy God, subject for you. Of Clueless. course. So I think we should. But where, move where off. were we right before Clueless? I don't oh, fuck know. If I know. We were just talking about Kirsten Dunst and Michelle Williams in general. And I how think. Great they were in the movie. All right, let, let's continue. And they're. they're oh, oh no, my you're point, saying they weren't as smart. My point was. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah, say your point. My point was this uh-huh. movie. The, the idea with this movie is that yes, these two are idiots, but they are smarter than everybody yes. Yes. In, yes. That, in the administration. In that administration, yes. Yes. who are yes. not yes. only who are not only their same level sure. of intelligence. But they've they've risen to a level of power uh-huh. that's actually dangerous yeah. for everybody around them. Right. I agree. And back to the original original point, doesn't that remind you yes. of today? Of course. Yes. Of and course. that's what's so Scary. resonant about yes. this movie. You're welcome for getting us back on topic. Continue. Jesus Christ. So maybe the answer is go right to ahead. thank you. Kenny, go right for ahead us with back go up. right ahead with your conversation. But, but I, I do think that I I mean. The, the Trump of it all, you just can't help but see when you watch this movie now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of impossible not to see the corollaries in terms of I, – I hope that there's a fucking Betsy and Arlene in there somewhere so that this, you know, can Making actually – Making hello dollies with pot in them. <laughs> right? Pot would solve everything, I think. Uh, maybe. 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 Uh, who knows? Uh, but the, the Coen brothers of it all, I do think is – I do think there is something there. I think there's a cartoonish quality to this movie in a good way, not mm-hmm. in a bad way. Yeah. Um, you know – the kids in the hall are amazing. Yes. All, all of them. Um, Andrew Fleming has had an interesting career. I don't know if you looked him up, but like Threesome, The Craft, Hamlet 2, the Nancy Drew movie. Has anyone seen Hamlet 2? Uh, I, I, no. I saw bits and pieces of it back in the day. No. It was, it was. It's a weird movie. It was expected to be a kind of movie. a game changing yes. movie. And it was really big, I think, at Sundance. Yeah, it something came out of Sundance or South by Southwest. With like a, a I think, Yeah, I think it might have been before South by Southwest, but it was a really big deal. I remember that, too. For a moment. Um, so, like, and it's a really interesting idea. It is. You know, in that kind of Rosencrantz. I don't know what it is. The Rosencrantz. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a sequel to Hamlet. Oh, okay. Like, that's, an impossible sequel. Like, this guy, like, yeah, this guy, like. Yeah, I think they they put on a sequel yeah. to Hamlet. Yeah. I think that's really what it's, it's about. about. It's about a play. It's yeah, a current. It's current day. Like current I mean, it's present day. Yeah, it's I think about it was some in the early schmuck 2000s. trying to two thousand and eight. It's about some schmuck trying to put on. Oh, like, I, why, why am I drawing that. a blank on the lead actor? I'll look it up right now. Is drawing. It's completely. But he, I can see him. He it's the guy from uh, the trip and um, oh Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan obviously has some really great ideas. Yeah, and he's never been almost in a Joe Dante kind of way. He's never really been able to like run with it. I think the way that he probably yeah. I think that yeah. yeah. I mean Hamlet two and Nancy Drew didn't do great, and then he's been. He's been doing TV primarily ever since then. Gross. Not, <laughs> um, but like, I remember really liking The Craft. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good movie. They're remaking it now, so of course, take that for what it's worth. Um, and Threesome was actually kind of an interesting sort of quarter life crisis movie. I've never yeah. seen Boyle, That's a good movie. Uh, Josh Charles, Stephen Baldwin. I mean, I liked it. 
But again, I haven't I seen it since, it since it came out. Are yet. they a thruple or it's like a love triangle? Uh, it's a thruple. They, 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 they definitely have a threesome in that movie. That, that part I remember. Well, I mean, it's ahead uh, of its yeah. time. Yeah. It, it kind of came. It kind of. <laughs> I mean, I feel like back then. It's true. I think it was like in the it, late nineties. It's early nineties. I remember it coming right off the Reality Bites. Yes, it was in that. Oeuvre. And then was one more. Yeah. Well, Reality Bites, and then um, and oh my god, uh, singles, singles. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then it kind of came right off that, and I think it kind of killed that whole movement dead a little bit. I mean, it was. Um, it's a weird cast, but I still really enjoyed it. And and I don't know. I liked Lara Flynn Boyle before she dropped off the face. Mm, I still like her. I like all women. Uh, there's a stellar nice. cast in this movie, though. I mean, this cast <laughs> oh is my crazy. God. Well, first of all, I didn't even remember that Devin Gummersall's in it. I don't and know who Devin Gummersall is. You don't know who Devin Gummersall Did I you do. watch I My do. So-Called Life? He was Larry. I did, but I don't re- Oh, sure, okay, sure. Brian sure. Krakow? I'm yeah, sorry, my Brian. apologies. My yeah. apologies. Well, I also say that because I'm kind of friends with him. So really? it was very exciting. Yeah. Did you text oh. him? No, or but I'm having him. lunch with him like next week, and I'm gonna You're get all the. Yeah. Well, all I the love scoop. Brian. All the, all the dick gossip. Yeah, uh-huh. I just want to know what was it like. Oh, we should have had him <laughs> so on. We, like yeah, I'm gonna right? say, I'm an I'm a dick expert now. Well, you you wanna you wanna what? I'm not really thrilled about the way this podcast has gone. Anyway, maybe <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think <laughs> he does. But maybe he was in another movie in '99. But he just I didn't realize he played the brother. I was super excited. He plays the stoner brother. So that was really exciting. That was great. I mean, Will Ferrell Bruce and Ma- Bruce McCullough. Oh my as, god! As Especially oh my, Bruce McCullough. Bruce McCullough <laughs> fucking brilliant. Is, when he's trying to listen in on the phone conversation, he's unbelievable. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's amazing about it is that all of that stuff just feels like a parody of all the president's yes. men. Yeah. And him just like trying to schnorr in on his on his story. Yeah. It's it's an amazing. His wig, all of it. Amazing. Of and he's it. flipping it. And it's just yeah. oh, so And it opens the movie. Like yeah. the movie opens yeah. with, yeah. The with two them. Of them yeah, like, who is Deep Throat. I completely forgot. Yeah. So this is yeah. before, this movie comes out before the real Deep Throat yes, is, is unmasked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Years know, before. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So the real guy is, is Mark Felt. Yep. Yeah. He was the, um, he was the assistant director, or the associate assistant director of the FBI, something. Indeed. The second guy at the FBI. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, that in and of itself is kind of an interesting point that for 30, you forget it. Cause now if you t- say deep throat, everyone yeah. knows who yes. it is yeah. for yeah. 30 years. This was the biggest mystery right. in the world. Which is funny to think about. It's yeah. hysterical. Yeah. That after that's, like who shot JFK. After who yeah. shot JFK, which like yeah. may not have an answer. Like deep throat right. always had an answer. Yep. These guys just kept it until he died. Actually, I can't remember if he died. I think it was I, after he died. Did he? I believe. Yeah. I think that I think was, it was moments it. before. He was like, he was like, I just want an empty throat. I think that's true. I'm deep Um, throat. But that's funny. The idea that like the the the, the, but how they worked it in too. Yeah, was amazing because like Larry goes to the porn and that's where they get the idea. (laughs) (laughs) They do sell every idea. They like every little bit of every idea. The fucking eighteen and a half minutes and the tape. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's great. The love. Although I don't know, I don't know how I feel about. About Arlene's crush I feel, on Dick. I feel great about it. It's, I think it's it is so my weird. favorite access. It at makes my really? part of the so movie. happy. I That's, love it. I do. It's so weird. I buy it so much. She starts with this <laughs> you crush. All on, in on this. Well, she you watch this crush it on Bobby Sherman. Right. 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 So we already yeah, start yeah, yeah, that she's yeah. like she's into like it's true. she's open it's true. for it. It's true. <laughs> she wants <laughs> that Dick. And you know what? It's not crazy. Like it's not like especially this movie coming out. Well, especially this movie coming out in nineteen ninety nine. There was a period 
of time, maybe right before the Lewinsky stuff, yeah. where like Bill Clinton was on a lot of women's lists, you know? Yeah. There's something about that position. Yeah, I never got that. Like, uh, yeah. And oh, then I guess Barack I guess Obama it, certainly was on a lot of. Well, for sure, yeah, for sure. but he's but he's handsome. he's young and handsome. Yeah. I mean, Bill Clinton, I never got. And then everyone's like, "Well, when you meet him, the there's charisma. like a everyone yeah. said energy." That. Everyone you know? said like this, like the sex the just shit. travels yeah. from his hand. But if you look yeah. at him, it's well, just not. Well, that's the Nixon thing. Like, I, I, I don't. I'm not and saying. And Dan Hiday, I'll say, is more handsome than Nixon. If if I had to watch <laughs> Michelle <laughs> Williams <laughs> with actual Nixon, yeah, yeah, I don't know that I'm buying it. It's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's a fair. Dan Hiday from Clueless, I shares was just father. That, yes, yeah. uh, something interesting. Horowitz. Um, he but just yeah. passed away, Dan Hiday. Did he? No. Yeah, I don't think that's right. Oh, that's depressing. Guys, he right? like pa- Yeah, like this year. Oh, that's all. Right. I feel bad. Now. <gasps> Maybe not. No, nope, he's still alive. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm sorry. You know what? It's the other guy from Cheers from who played Cheers Carla's who played boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, the guy, like, the hockey over, player yeah, guy, the guy run over by the Zamboni. I like that guy too. Yeah, he was great. I don't he passed away. Name. I'm he sorry, Dan Hadea. I Dan hope Hadea. you're listening. You're Going strong. Glad you're getting, listen getting, in, Dan. I get him confused with the dad from um, Wonder Years. You know what I'm talking he about? He died. Really? He died on Wonder Why Years. Why are you <laughs> killing everybody? <laughs> sorry, he may have died in real life this year. I was on a show where we were obsessed, where we didn't know if Angelian were alive, was alive or not, and we had an Angelian tracker, and we would just every week check. <laughs> and, and is that the, the woman who used to have the billboards? Angelian was oh, in. Oh, um, that's, that's, Angel- that's, that's Angeline. Yeah, Angeline. Yeah. She's alive. Oh. I've seen her, but yeah, I've seen her. No, Angelian. Her, yeah, her Barbie Corvette. She was in this crazy show called Jennifer Slept Here. Oh, I don't know that show. You guys, ha- when you leave, go check out this. Go watch the trailer for this show. Okay. Anyway. Dan yeah. Hedaya, great. So you oh guys God. were all in on this. You guys really bought the. I Arlie saw. Nick. I watched it when it happened. It's like when he's eating the pot brownie and he starts the pot. I, wa- I love this. I watched it happen. I watched it happen. Right? I was <laughs> like, we all watched that. Is, it happen, that is but... such. That is such a glow. That's such a glowing <laughs> endorsement of this movie. I know. That you, you, I know. you left. You left your your, your life as an as an I audience member, and you're like you you left your life as an audience. You're like, they're falling in love. I, this might be for real. What's going on? It's fantastic. Um. I'm with you, Stacey. I, I just, I, I thought that was great. I thought it was great because <laughs> then when it, it, it just added a different level yes. to the story when yes. they find out he's not a good guy, yeah. that it's not, it's not disappointment. It's heartbreak. Yeah. Like that was real heartbreak for her. And the scene where she has, this is true. where she has the fantasy of them running on yeah. the beach yeah. to love's theme. Yeah. Like with him wearing the suit. I mean, like yeah. I, well, that was my favorite scene. I remember seeing it in the theater and dying, like just going, like okay. this is fucking brilliant. I'm, I'm not even kidding. That's that's the that's the the move, the decision that elevates this movie from cute to great. Yeah, um, for me, I'm with you. Okay, like otherwise, I was on Phil's side, and now I'm all well, I'm Kenny all the way. <laughs> I I get them all. Okay, <laughs> eventually <laughs> wears them down. <laughs> Um, we're, we're only 50 minutes into this one and I got her. <laughs> only. Oh, was that early for you? Yeah, it took Jesus. Me, I think it took me two I hours could, to Simon the last back. week. Well, yeah, you got Simon back. eventually. It took some time. Though. Oh, I knew I would. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, I, I think that one of the things that – so there was a great Vox article about Dick. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys read the, the article. But um, they're talking about Betsy's mother and how surprised she was sort of about – the Nixon revelation within the within the conscious of the right. film. Loved and, that. And yeah. has this amazing thing where she says, but once it's revealed, they're all sure it'll never be a problem again. It's different now, Betsy yeah. says. 
um, they'll never lie to us again. Yeah. Ugh. And you're just like, oh, that's yeah, telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, are you? T- oh, oh, you're talking about the, the end. end. Right, so yeah. There was, there was a moment. There's another moment earlier. There's another where moment like, where with Woodward and Bernstein. Right. They're like, like yes. kind of in the dark. They don't want to believe it. They're all in denial. So have you guys met with or talked to people? I know where who, you're going. With yeah, that. yeah. Who who are like. I'm exhausted yeah. by this Russia investigation. Yeah. Yeah. Enough with Russia, yeah. with Russia the money they're yeah. spending, and yeah. the time, and yeah. they're not getting anywhere. And yeah. those are the people I want to throw off buildings. Butter emails. Well, they're all going to eat their words when this whole fucking house of cards comes down. Well, but, I bet know. Betsy's parents didn't, but that's it. it was, well, they did, they did in the sense that at the end of it, yeah. they were just like you know, we but I never think the again. difference between that, like that. Is just small. It, yeah, it's it's oh, yeah. so quaint. quaint. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah. how sweet, yeah. you know, yeah. to think about what's happening now. Like, yeah. Russia thing aside, I mean, even Everything. though you can't put that aside, it's like yeah. every fucking day there's something yeah. else. You're like, how every, is this happening? Well, like every today, day I took a picture of the uh, in the lobby of the building I work in. So we took a picture of. Uh, we're probably going to air this in a few weeks. So this is yeah. a few weeks back. Just but like this was on CNN. This the, the cryon says the president and the porn star. Yeah. And it's just like, how, what the, anyway. Not to get too political. Anyway. Of course, this is a political movie in its own weird way. Every I mean, day there is something worse than Watergate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. the president having an affair yeah, with the yeah. porn star. The president yeah. paying the porn star yeah. $130,000. And then claiming that he has no idea about the paper. Well, I mean, the problem is this guy is fucking. Um, oh, and Monica Lewinsky, like, gave yeah. a couple blowjobs. Like, yeah. who cares? Yeah, you're just like, who cares? This guy is blackmailable, is my point. You, you know? would think. Well, it's, at this it's point. It's proven. It, like, it's proven that, like, that he will pay people off. Right. So they don't tell, tell, they tell on him. Yeah. It's crazy. Which is worse than Watergate. Which is worse than Watergate. <laughs> Um, but it's I, I, that specific sort of arc, if you will, of the mm-hmm. parents going from like enough is enough, like who gives a shit? Woodward and Bernstein right. are so annoying. Get them off my television set to I wouldn't even say it's eating crow, but it's just sort of a recognition that like this was a horrible thing that happened. But don't worry, it'll never happen again. And that's, you know, obviously it's so interesting. You know. the, 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 the idea that you guys started with that they'll never lie to us again was almost definitely directed at Bill Clinton. Well, that's that's that that's time, what this, yeah. the Vox article yeah. says. You know, the best yeah. thing they can they said. But the best thing about Dick is its savvy take on how history repeats itself and what we can learn from it. The film came out a quarter uh, century after Watergate and mere months after Bill Clinton's impeachment. Right. So it 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 is definitely impeachment sort of trial. He impeachment. didn't get impeached. Uh, he was impeached, but then he. It, there, in, he, he wasn't removed from office. Oh, okay. Well, he was impeached so by either the, the House, Senate or the House. So the House impeaches and the Senate will vote to remove him. And the not Senate dis- the decided Senate. not to remove him yes. from office. So he was impeached by Congress. I and did now, not realize that. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, who cares? R- seriously, though, well, now who yeah, cares? Yeah. Adorable. Yeah. Uh, like, it's really yeah, cute. Blowjob and a cigar or whatever. Yeah, who cares? Whatever um, got him to do the job. And he was he like, was actually good doing the job. The job. Yeah. yeah, he was doing the job. Uh, so, <laughs> are all the kids in the hall in this movie? No. Dave Foley. Dave Foley is in it. Bruce McCullough is in it. Mark McKinney is in it. Scott, um, what's his name? Thompson? Scott Thompson. Scott Thompson isn't, isn't in it. And Mark McKinney. It's no, no, no. more like Mark- an SNL group, I think. Molly Shannon. I, you know, Bruce McCullough was writing on SNL. It was at right. the time, Anna Gasteyer's in it. Anna Gasteyer. It's more of an SNL group because they because that's where Will Kevin Ferrell. McDonald is not in it. That's the that's the yeah. Kevin McDonald. Yeah, but there's three out of five. So anyway, okay, you just want to make it Canadian, but they're well, it's but they're all awesome. <laughs> yeah, and they're, and they're so, all great, especially they're Bruce amazing. McCullough. Like he's so yeah, Bruce he's McCullough so just kills funny. Him. 
That absolutely kills it. And that's I, that wasn't necessarily a take. I think at least I had ever seen on yeah. Carl Bernstein, though. Like Carl Bernstein has his own kind of bad stories with Nora Ephron, right? Yeah, yeah. The heartbe- heartbe- heart burn mm-hmm. was about them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Heartburn was. About oh yes, like yes. What a piece of shit he is, basically. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he doesn't seem like the best guy in the world. Um. So the movie opens with yeah. the Watergate uh, break in that they that Betsy and Arlene. Uh, witness witness because they're mailing a letter to a teen idol that Arlene Bobby is. Sherman. Bobby, Bobby Sherman. Sherman. Yeah, sure. Yes. Um, and then a bunch of federal agents. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, notice them. Right. Uh, I was a little perturbed by the fact that they were like kind of lusting for these girls that are supposed to be like 15 years well, old. Well, that yeah. was the whole thing is they <laughs> were spying weird. on them, yeah. like jumping on the bed. Which is weird. I wrote their, I wrote we- they're 15 and they're completely sexualized. And I do think yeah. that's kind of a weird black mark on the <laughs> so, movie. Yeah. I'm going to say, but I'll, but I'll only say in only in that point yeah. and only at the very, very end, end of the credits where they're ha- yeah. where they have the lollipops, but throughout. <laughs> That was like the bikinis in the lull. Yeah, which is probably when and why I knew their ages because I had to. I had to look just for. But maybe that's why they were trying to get teenagers into the movie or something. Maybe they were like, "You're going to see." Because I remember the trailer was them Mm -hmm. in the bikinis roller skating around. That end piece of the movie was the trailer. Yeah, so they're tricking. Well, and the roller skate, the roller skating rink scene is great too. In within the movie, it's fantastic. Like it's very mellow. And I'm pretty sure that's Moonlight Rollerway. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I've been there with my daughter, but I wasn't allowed to talk to her. <laughs> She's 13, and I took her there to she, roller skate. When but, does that happen? When does that start where you can't talk to your kids? Uh, like It depends. What, with girls? Like 11, maybe? Oh, God. I'm, you got I, some time. You I feel like time. I'm so close. So I was at the roller rink, but yeah. I had to sit off to the side, and she yeah. walked by me 10 times and never said anything. And then I had to text her, it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Modern motherhood. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, and like, also the other thing was, is I was there. I used to roller skate. Like I was sure, a big roller skating sure. person. I'd roller skate in my basement and in you Toronto. Were no, she wouldn't let you And I, skate? at one point I texted her. I was actually with a friend. Skate? It was actually Hunter's friend, Magnus. Anyway, he came with me to keep me company. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was like, I just have to get out there. And I, so I texted, <laughs> I texted her. I just got to skate. I had to. It was like my whole. Sure being. You know, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Adolescence was coming back. So I said, dude, would you mind if I, maybe I just skated? Yeah. I, I won't talk to you. And she said, I would mind. <laughs> so I did. 
So I was like, I'll just go back on my own. I would, I would another time. I went to dinner with my kids today. I wouldn't mind. I went to dinner with my kids. Just the, so the three of us, me and my, you know, oh, two almost six year olds, fantastic. and some song comes on. Yeah, you know, and we're the only people in the restaurant. Yeah. It's five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Some song comes on and starts singing it, and Layla's sitting next to me, and she goes, "Dad, stop." Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Layla, you don't understand. I'm going to embarrass you yeah. for your whole for the rest oh, of your life. Yeah. You're going to have friends over. I'm going to be dancing and oh, singing. It's, it's going to be the best. I mean, that's how you get I'm them. Very excited. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll yell when I'm dropping them off yeah. if they if they're not being nice to me, and I'm dropping them off at school. I'll just be like, "I love you, Hazel." Like I'll just scream it. <laughs> oh, that kills her more than anything. It's, I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing worse than having loving parents. Yeah, that yeah. and that's that's when they get upset. I'm like, yeah. oh, so the world knows your mother loves you. <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. yeah. So brutal. That's, oh my god. Okay. So they're 15. Sorry. These agents are lusting after them. It's a little weird. I think we can all agree that's a little weird. The poster actually. There were two versions of the poster. Mm-hmm. There was one with them in bikinis and lollipops, like a very Lolita-esque yeah. mm-hmm. kind of one. And then there was one with them just like in 70s clothes. Interesting. That had a little bit more of an Austin Powers-y vibe to it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, neither of them obviously Worked. struck a chord for anybody. <laughs> for anybody. Uh, <laughs> Except so, for me. Uh, Betsy's brother potentially getting drafted was a little heavy, I felt yeah. like. It was sort of – they kind of play it for jokes. But it's a little weird. But yeah. I guess it also is but that's the what impetus the, yeah, of, of for yeah, her yeah, yeah. saying so it, to it, stop it, the war, yeah. Yeah, and then he doesn't sense. have to go. When, when yeah. she got smart, got <laughs> whatever. When yes. she grew a brain, we're not going which, down this yeah. road again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I, I, we talked a little bit about the map paintings and the real locations, which is a little bit of a, a bump for me. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. I was in. I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't notice. Well, it actually really doesn't matter. I of mean, course not. And I don't, I'm just being a some movies it does. Some no, some movies like it really drives you nuts. But yeah. this movie isn't explicitly about realism, right? right? It's it's actually but, about surrealism, so it's kind of okay. But the thing that it's I true. read that I found interesting was that they um they actually talked to Secret Service to make sure that the way they got in the White House uh-huh. could potentially happen. Yeah, that that was real. Yeah, I mean, I think that I mean they they did their research on this. Yeah, movie, they said sure, those are notes. Sure. Yeah. Did you number those? What do you mean number them? She had a couple pages of notes. No, I watched with my laptop on my I just lap. want to know how many numbers, how many pages there are, because there's a stack. <laughs> it's a lot of notes. <laughs> well, this she was loves an stack. article There's I some read. articles, too. Okay. You know, yeah, I do fun. my homework. No, it's I good. Should, I, listen. I'm, hey, 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 way better than your husband did. That's not true. He, he had lots of pages. He did. He came in with a notebook. He came in with he, a notebook. That was like the that's, obvi- it's just the obvious joke. Yeah. Easy, guys. Come on. <laughs> But I still want to win. Mine are typed out. It's true. It's true. His were handwritten. You can't possibly like lose. He did chill. Factor. I know. <laughs> you have come in with a so much stronger movie right yeah. out of the gate. Uh, okay. So I love the realization when they decide that they need to that they have the option to talk to Nixon. Yeah. Like that they actually. And this is I don't I don't want to keep going down this road, but I do have to say that in this moment they realize they have a channel to this guy mm-hmm. and that they can sway things and that they can change things. Because right. she, the line that I love is, we have to talk to Dick about the war. Like yeah. she literally is, is decides like we can change the world because okay. we're, that's right. true. So anyway, um, but before that, there's other things that happen, obviously. So uh, what happens? They go to the white house and, they, they are call, recruited yeah. to be dog walkers, right? Because he's having trouble with the dog. Yes, yes, And yes. they're sitting in Checkers. the other room, yes. and they call him out. They call the dog over. 
And right. that somehow that happens. But my favorite line in that scene is when they say, uh, he goes, sir, I have met yams with more going on upstairs <laughs> than those two. <laughs> Which is a Fuller, good right? line. Yes. Which is H.R. Haldeman. Yeah. Oh, who is he related to? Who's Haldeman? H.B. Haldeman. I mean, other Haldemans, I guess. Other Haldemans? Really? Yeah, other We're Haldemans. not? Really? I'll do it, sure. Okay. Uh, he's related. He's, tell us about Haldeman. Yeah, can you tell us about the Haldemans you know? I know uh, I know Alan Haldeman. Alan Haldeman is uh, is an agent UTA? at UTA. Yes. He's also an old friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, great agent, great guy. Uh, grandfather was Chief Stafford Nixon. Um, I'll answer any questions you have. <laughs> That's fine. That, that's all I we, think, that's all you know what? I just I think it's interesting that Haldeman and Kissinger both work, you know, in the business because like yeah. David Kissinger. Oh, didn't he that's run weird. Conan's it's, company for a while? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so funny. I didn't and he that. looks like Kissinger. Really? Yeah. I like how they call him the German. You know, at, <laughs> at Penn, <laughs> two of my good friends were Haldeman and um, Robert McNamara's grandson. Jeez. Still to this day, is a friend Oof. of mine. Yeah. Does Alan look like? H.R. Haldeman? Well, you know, Alan has a lot of hair. Mm. Um, not like well, he's Haldeman a hairy, had like a serious yeah, crew cut. Not like, Haldeman mm. had a, H.R. Haldeman had a famous yeah. crew cut, like yeah. a military crew cut like yeah. Dave Foley has. Yes. Um, I don't really think they look like, I mean, you know. What I, does the H.R. stand for? Uh, Harry Robert. Okay. Um, Interesting. But, and everyone called him Bob. Bob Haldeman. Oh, mm. yes, of course, of course. Right. And, um, you know, like, I don't want to get into too much of what I know. But no, you're whoa. just making it suspicious well, that you know I, lots of shit. I don't want to get killed. But um, <laughs> by I mean, that, whom? Yeah, who's this? Like, well, you know, yeah, probably this probably podcast pretty strong these days. A lot of it's big at the State Department and big at the NSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, you know, tell us one thing you know. Can you tell us one, one thing? One the audience, the audience is demanding one tidbit. thing I know. Yeah. Like interesting that wouldn't get you in trouble, but yeah, people would find interesting. He was well. I think you might find this interesting, though it's not what you're looking for. Okay. He was an ad executive. Uh-huh. Right? That's that was his background mm-hmm. in, in advertising. And it's kind of to me an interesting road yeah. from advertising to the chief of sure. staff. When you think about the way Nixon presented himself mm-hmm. and how important that was yeah. to the presidency at that time. You that know, Nixon sense. kind of famously lost the race with Kennedy because mm-hmm. he was sweating on TV. Yeah. It was the first televised right. debate and he he was sweating on TV and Nixon took a very, you know, after, Nixon took, um, I think eight years or maybe ten years before he ran ran again. Well, obviously it wasn't ten, but it was something. It was eight close years. To that. It was yeah. eight years because yeah. it was Kennedy's election. It was and then LBJ, and then LBJ, LBJ didn't run again. Yeah. Where and he lost the race for governor. That's where yeah. they won't have Nixon to kick around anymore. Speech came from in that interim, and then he came back kind of on the, you know, on the the power of an ad campaign. So you know, yeah. That's that's what I will give. Okay. And um, well, that's I'd say maybe another similarity uh-huh. to Trump. I agree. But you know the interesting like thing. Yeah. He's, oh yeah, he's, he's a media maybe like they or whatever. people recognize him yeah. and know him from TV and Trump's have a, a salesman. feeling about him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's first and foremost a salesman, and for better or worse, he's a very good salesman. Mm. Um, to sure. to a certain segment of the population, a yeah. snake oil salesman, yeah, salesman nonetheless, the best snake oil sales, oil yeah. salesman who's ever, ever lived. lived. That's true. But the thing about it, I want to get with Checkers. Yes, right, is yeah. Checkers <laughs> is in, to back to Checkers. Checkers isn't inconsequential. Like no, no, everything the in this speech. movie, yeah. 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 The Checkers yeah. speech was kind of Nixon's first big moment in the limelight. It was yeah. given in 1952, and it was basically like this is Checkers is the only time I cheated. Yeah, right. You know, the the idea was that, that but the fact that he had to like. Clearly, this man was a crook from the beginning. Because right, in yeah. the beginning, he's like, 
I, this this checkers thing is really the only time that I've ever done anything wrong. It's I like was given the, the, the fact that you need yes. to tell us even this shows that you've got you know. But, right. but checkers in in and of itself or in and of himself, yeah, is a reminder that Nixon has a, has broken the rules, mm. right? You know, because he accepted this dog improperly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So all right, that's which is which is apropos that checkers would be the window the way yeah, exactly. exactly. for these girls, which is great. Which is really smart. I mean, that's. I think the thing about this movie is that it was deceptively stupid. Like people sort of dismissed it. I think. I mean, clearly they dismissed it uh, as as sort of a affectation, some sort of like fun, cute Nixonian thing, whatever. And it's like there's. A, it's a very smart movie. Very smart. It's a very smart movie. Right, but the article I read was talking about, and this is kind of where we started about it missed that gap, like. Yeah. There were so many teen comedies that mm-hmm. year. Oh my god! And yeah. those kids are not going to watch this movie. Yeah. And then people who give a shit about Nixon and yeah. politics are not going to watch this movie because they think yeah. it's going to be stupid. So it's yeah. like they this kind of for no one. It's for no one, but it <laughs> was true. somehow it was yeah. for me. I was somehow <laughs> <laughs> but right I think in the I, but, middle. But it, it is. I mean, that your age at the time makes total sense why this hit you, right? And why. A totally different generation behind all three of us at this table found it enjoyable because it's young Kirsten Dunst and, and right. Michelle Williams and it's a goofy comedy or whatever. Right. And a generation sort of above us also found it in- interesting because of Clinton well, and because of the Nixon right. and all that stuff. It's one of those things where if it hits you, it hits you hard. Yeah. You know, like, you know, this. so this is like a marriage of team comedy and like baby boomer politics slash history. Absolutely. And for, I guess, a few people a very small amount of this percentage of this country that hits very hard. Like I always, like I always call those things. I was at a concert once and the concert being um, advertised next was Rufus Wainwright does Judy Garland. Yeah. For a few people. It's like, Oh my God. Rufus Wainwright. Yeah. So sometimes like these things happen. I love Rufus Wainwright for the record, but I hear you, but I'm not knocking it. I'm saying for a few people, like this is just perfect. Like there was an article, like for me, there was this weird article and this will take everything full circle (laughs) in Rolling Stone. That was Tom Stoppard on Pink Floyd. Yeah. I love Tom Stoppard. I love Pink Floyd. I never thought, you know, the twain shall ever meet. Yeah. And they did. And it was like, this is made for me. Chocolate and peanut butter. Reese's peanut butter. Chocolate. Well, that's for everybody. You're young for that, though. Which part? The Pink Floyd and the Tom Stoppard. I mean, Uh, I just feel like that's- Well, I love love Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. I always have. I love Shakespeare and love. I think I love Shakespeare, and right. I think he's. But uh, Pink Floyd is like yeah. just kind of got. How'd me. you get into 19, that? You know, right around the same time, ninety seven, yeah. ninety eight, ninety nine. They just. Oh, it's not my thing. I'm a big fan of the concept. Do you smoke album. a lot of pot? Um, yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, that's what Pink Floyd was like in. You know, that's what we listened to in high school. But I, well, I oh, shit, my mom's gonna listen. To I was in high school, but also I love concept albums done right. I'm okay. A, like it really. What's the greatest me. concept album? Well, I the greatest concept album. I mean, I, your I, favorite. I think I guess, the most important one is Dark Side, right? Like I think that okay. that really really mm-hmm. matters. Okay. Um, and it, you know, and but I think like there've been recent ones that are really good. I think American Idiot's an amazing concept album. I cool. think uh, Welcome to the Black Parade's an amazing concept album. Okay. But um, but yeah, I think you know you go 
Dark Side, The Wall, you go. Sure. Um, Wish You Were Here to some extent. Uh-huh. So I, uh, yes, that's that's okay. why those things work okay. for me. And these things, you know, yeah. this yeah, yeah, yeah. marriage of that. teen comedy and yeah, kind of Nixonian sure. history works really well for a few people. Yes. And but it's a narrow target. But we, it's super narrow. I think yeah. it hits all three of us. Sure. But it but didn't like hit you at the times. time. Right. <laughs> it, it's it, like, it, you know, yeah. it may have, but I think I, at the time, was probably a little turned off by like, Female fronted comedy, female fronted light comedy like that. Here like, we go again, Kenny. Well, it was you know again <laughs> seven, seven, <laughs> seventeen and trying to promote. Uh, but I think that yeah. I think that might have been what. Turned what about me like Romeo and Michelle? Yeah, I like Romeo and Michelle. I, I, I like. I See, like but that, I liked. But it's funny because Romeo and Michelle came out within weeks of uh, Gross Point Blank. Yeah. Okay, and I lean more towards Gross Point Blank than I do Romeo and Michelle. I enjoy Romeo and Michelle. But they're both they're both high school reunion. It's so different. I, I recognize that, but they both came out so close to each other, and it feels like those two movies. I remember, I truly remember reading reviews in Entertainment Weekly of them parallel, right, 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 two right. movies, yeah. and both of them not didn't so do so hot at the box office. I love, I love. They're Romeo both and awesome movies. Alan I think, Cumming in he's in Romeo. Yes, yes yeah. he's hilarious. Amazing. He invented a certain tennis shoe, or invented the rubber. Yeah, and they invented the post-it, but they didn't. Um, <laughs> That's you know, another but pair I, of women but that I you also wouldn't think, think are. Well, I guess Lisa Kudrow was a, but like yes. Mira Servino. No, not, you know but she's I mean? really well, funny. She in won that. the Oscar for they, for. they thought she was funny at the time. Yeah, not that she's she not. She is in she's Mighty Aphrodite. So funny in that yeah. movie. People, yeah, there's a revisionist history in that says performance she shouldn't too. Have won, she wasn't good. Watch that movie. I mean, if you can watch Woody Allen movies, watch that movie. Yeah, yeah, incredible. But I, I do think. Like it really depends when where you are in your life when you saw the movie. And sure. for high school movies specifically, I think it depends on who you were in high school. Sure. Yeah. Whether you know, because I just Romeo and Michelle at the end when they're dancing that ridiculous Great. dance, I'm like, that's my dream come true. Like that just be. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Because I was like a loser in high school. Sure, sure, sure. Like to come back and do some just, and just kick just, ass at a really yeah, rando dance in yeah, a, in sure. a lame way. Yeah. Streams, streams, streams. You were, you were there. You, well, no, it wasn't a '99 movie. You weren't there exact age. You were close. Like they were, no, I. Uh, yeah. Romeo and Michelle. It was '97, I think. Romeo and Michelle, maybe '96. Yeah, I was a little younger. But you were a little younger. But yeah, yeah it's both. But to that you. feeling, sure. you know, of being overlooked. That high, of that dance. That feeling, yeah. Sure, we get it. Any movie that ends with a dance, I'm in. Napoleon so, Dynamite. Dick. Yes, Dick. Let's back. I love Romeo. I love Romeo and Michelle. I love when they're going through the, the different groups. But I, at the time, the one thing I couldn't buy was, you know, these were two women who I was like, they're just gorgeous women. Like, they were just like. Yeah, they're stunning. And yeah. They're, and they're like, yeah. obviously stunning. Yeah. Right? They're like, so tall. Yeah. And like, they're but just. But they're awkward. Ob- I bought it. Well, they're, they're great, great in the movie. They're fantastic. And they sell Maybe it. that's why yeah. I don't relate to Cher in uh, Clueless. So she's like, she's too popular. She's cool. She's she is cool, cool for me, she's, you don't, but she's also wait, kind wait, of. Wait, 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 that's that you bury the lead. You don't relate to her. She's every girl. Oh Jesus! Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> if you all could have seen <laughs> Stacey's face right now, she was ready to throw the headphones down. I'm and out, walk of out of here. If, if, if the end of this is oh, like I turn you off high. of Clueless, what a shame. Not my, I don't think that's not my goal. Happen, no. I think. All right, but so, here's here, okay. talk so to Dick. Talk to me. Let's get. We're here. We are. They get the job as dog walkers. And then one of my favorite lines, and part of this was in the delivery, so I'm not going to do it justice, but the president's dog doesn't poop. He does his business. And then yeah. both of them being so sad with the, oh. Like, just the fact right. that, like, 
<laughs> like somehow the fun of the poop has right. been taken. It's I don't know. It's I about just, business. I, they're yeah. both. They both also play some jokes simultaneously, which I love. Yeah, where they're just in unison. Yeah, they're in sync. perfectly yeah. in sync in this movie. Um, Can we talk about the costumes for one absolutely, second? Absolutely, please. Yeah, the costumes are so amazing. And then in the one article I read, they said that it was all. They, it was real clothes from the 70s. It was like That's dead awesome. stock. Mm-hmm. The costume designer went to this warehouse in Denver and picked out that this was like real clothes that they sold. That's why mm-hmm. it was so authentic. And the costume designer was saying that that was actually, they were in polyester. Like they were sweating. Sure, yeah. It wasn't like sure. tailored to them. It was old clothes that existed, which I just thought they fucking yeah. Which you feel. Yeah. You really feel the production design in this yeah. movie. Like, you know, with a budget of just shy of $20 million, the period stuff really, really sings, and you're like, "That's where that's most of really hard yeah. to do." Really yeah. hard to do, and it doesn't feel. The movie also doesn't feel small, right? Like it's mostly indoors, which is always you can have sort of a claustrophobic well, movie, feeling movie if you're not careful. But they did a great job. And, and to that point, also, you know, we did just watch Austin Powers mm-hmm. and or we did. Sh- Spy Who Shagged Me, and um, you know, that's an obvious satire of a of sure. a moment in time. Right. This movie is a satire of some things, but it never feels like a satire of the 70s. I know. Right. Which would suck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like if and I think that what what you just said about using the authentic clothes, it brings a certain level of authenticity to that moment that I appreciate. Right. Because I wouldn't really yes. appreciate like 70s jokes, you know? No, I agree. I mean it's it is interesting because it's hard when it's such a heightened universe where it's so colorful and it's so different from the world that we live in for you not to sort of feel slightly kind of distant from it. Right. But this felt lived in. I think part of it had to do with the fact that the real costumes, real, all that sort of stuff. But then like you look at another movie like The Ice Storm, for instance, which is a mm-hmm. totally yeah. different movie for a myriad of reasons. But like that also doesn't feel period in some weird way like it's it's a hard needle to thread to make a period movie not feel period and right this movie succeeds just feel like it. you're living in that time yes. yeah totally like their nightgowns like my mom had those nightgowns yeah. like those nightgowns with like the dressing gown over like i remember sure. my mom having those yeah I mean, I remember my, my my grandmother yeah, different. And I don't I don't know if you guys sorry, ever, mom. Have, have you guys <laughs> she's totally gonna listen. Have you ever guys ever been in like an apartment in DC proper uh-huh. that looks like that? No, like they're, they're, no. That's what they look like to this day. Really, like the wall to wall carpeting yeah. and kind of those floor to ceiling windows and that low furniture. It's it, it and it's a thing that you only kind of see in DC mm-hmm. in, in a weird way. That was so spot on to me. So I yeah. thought that was very cool too. I think what's also interesting too, and I mean, I, we don't need to get into a whole thing about it, but I do kind of love the fact that, first of all, that they convince Nixon to stop the war in Vietnam. Yeah. So that in itself is an amazing thing because it's one of the few things that Nixon gets any credit for. It's right. one of the few good things that people go like, well, at least he, he ended that. He also makes show. sure to tell them Johnson started it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very reminiscent of another president. But yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Not my fault. But, no, no. <laughs> but I think that they... And they kind of even take that away from Nixon. Yeah. Like two teenage girls are who really stopped yeah, the Vietnam War, not him. That's the tragedy of Nixon. The tragedy yeah, of yeah. Nixon for America is like, obviously he did a lot of bad things that were kind of typical Republican sure. things. Yeah. He did stop the Vietnam War. He did open channels with China. He did. Um, he did start the EPA. Yeah. Like he- Shockingly. Yeah. His, yeah. his stats, so to speak, <laughs> yes. were kind of good. Some of his stats. Some, yes. 
you know, if if, he, if it wasn't for the scandals, he would probably be our favorite Republican president. So, um, sure, okay. So that is kind of the yeah. that is kind of the, the you tragedy. mean our like as liberals, liberals yes, okay. as liberals. the three of us sitting here <laughs> as, at this table as as liberals. I mean, you people know, people really I, like Ronald Reagan, but yeah, it's yeah, true. yeah. Uh, what's that? There are people that like Ronald people Reagan. like Ronald Reagan, not liberals, and well. There's revisionist history on a lot yeah. of stuff. But I mean, anyway. Well, all I'm saying is, is part yes. of the tragedy of Nixon is he destroyed himself. Right? Absolutely. He right. was his own worst enemy. And, there, yeah. and, and basically, there's, you know, in this movie, there are these two girls essentially living in the White House who yeah. are destroying him for him. But sure. in real life, like, there's, yeah. Well, he was, he was an incredibly sad figure. Um, and Nixon, the, the Oliver Stone movie, yeah. which is a great movie. Yeah. Uh, my favorite line in that movie, I don't know if you'll agree, is at the end when he's looking at the portrait of JFK. And which he really says, happened. Which really happened. And he says, uh, they look at you and they see who they want to be. They look at me and they see who they are. Oof. And it's just like. That's rough. It's, but it's amazing stuff. Like he was just this troubled, broken man. Yeah. Um, and to some extent, this movie does Play with that notion, like that final shot of him looking at them, basically flipping. Like he's he's yeah from Marine he got One, fucked yeah. by these two yeah. girls, and he's just like he's. It's just great. It's you great suck, stuff. Dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love the dual yeah. meaning. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Um, no, but when you said that about that line from Nixon, yeah, when you say it, I just got like a chill because I'm like Trump is kind of both. Trump is like who they want to be, but also who they are. Well, because he's flawed and he lies. But I think that that speaks to a, probably a more specific corridor. <laughs> like I feel like Nixon's the the line from Nixon to me speaks more sort of America on mass, which is I think that there are people that long to be as good. I put that in quotation marks right. or whatever Kennedy mm-hmm. was, and then at the time Nixon was seen as the worst. I don't think there are that many people that look at Trump and say, like, he's Kennedy. I think there's people that want to be rich like him and yeah. fucking porn stars like him. But well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's yeah. he is he is something that everyone aspires to. Sure. Well, not, not everyone. Yeah, I'm sorry. Some many people aspire. 62 million people in America. Yeah. I, I yeah. Guess. I know, that's a lot. I, I, yeah, I know. And then also they're like, but um, we are flawed like him and we... We right, which is mistakes. part of why we like and, him. Yeah. Well, we like him because he's getting a pass for transgressions. I think yeah. it's part of it too. Well, it's, it's it's that he's it's that he's transgressed and he's beating them. That's right. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he's right. he he is bro- he has beaten the system and yeah. the people that want to get away with it. Right. Which is slightly different. I don't think the Nixon. Well, the Nixon Kennedy thing, which in I fucking love Nixon, and, and it's been a while. I'm surprised we didn't talk about it, but um, yeah. earlier. The thing movie. about Nixon and Kennedy is how close yeah. they were ideologically, right? How it, back then, yeah. it may have seemed like a gulf, but it was really pretty tight. And I think they viewed each other warmly. And that's yeah. borne out because Nixon wrote Jackie Kennedy a really beautiful letter yeah. Yeah. when Kennedy when was Kennedy killed was. about how much he respected him. Mm. Well, and, that's, yeah. And, and how much they had mutual respect for each other. And I think that's true. You know, I certainly think Kennedy respected Eisenhower. And I certainly sure, think, sure, you sure. know. Yeah. Um, well, there was a mutual respect politics in general not to like go down some crazy rabbit hole on this but i do think that um to your point of the the sort of similarities between the two and they were really fighting for the center of the political spectrum and now we are yeah. just now we're that fucking crazy you know ends right. of it where it doesn't make any sense anymore but 
Um, what's also interesting too is just sort of there's a Shakespearean quality to Kennedy and Nixon as well, just sort of these tragic figures. And I think that this movie, in a comedic sense, does tap into that in a real way of yeah. how he just wanted to be cool. Yeah. Like he just wanted to hang out with the cool kids. Yeah. And he was just, he was a loser. Like he was just a guy who just, you know, he was his own worst enemy. And, and, yeah. And on some level, there's a part of me where he's just like, he's just happy to be hanging out with kids. Like all that early stuff to yeah. me just feels like a, a dad who just wants to hang out with the cool right. kids. Right. And they teach him like the peace sign and then he turns right. it into his yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, signature. Which is kind of great too. Like they become sort of his media consultants unbeknownst yeah. to them as well, which I think is also really interesting. Um, That's a really good kind of observation, Phil. Just, you sound so thank surprised. You, no, I, well, you know, we've we've done like fourteen of these, and you know, we've done more than that. So yeah. we've done like sixteen of these. I so, very you rarely impress it when right. you do, when you do sixteen things and the yeah. same thing happens. I get and, it. But no, it, it was a really good. It was a really good observation. I think that kind of is the the core of this version of Nixon, yes. and it may be kind of the core of the real version of Nixon. Yeah. And you know, to to continue the Trump parallel. That's the core of Trump too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Trump wants to be cool. Loved. That's why if and you loved, look at yeah. yeah, if you look at these yeah. these pictures, there are pictures of him with every celebrity. It doesn't matter who yeah. the celebrity is. Anybody who loves Trump, he loves back. Mm-hmm. And if you don't love him, he hits back so hard because he's so hurt by him. Yeah. Right. And that's you know, look, it's an incredibly dangerous quality. Oh in my a god! Yeah. Incredibly dangerous. Sure, sure, sure. Like I mean. Well, that's why they, they lash out and they do yeah, you know, the, the unpredictable things that are right. irrational things that are obviously very scary and Trump right. being the worst example of that. But Nixon was obviously known for his temper as well. I mean, the man obviously had any number of issues with minorities and all sorts of people that right. he just didn't like. Well, you know, so. as a Jew, I gave him a pass. But, <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. You know, we're, not, we're not the best. What do you want to say? Wow. Um, At least he said it in private, though. That's true. And recorded it. That's true. Well, yeah, that, yeah. All the record. I'm just like, why did you record everything? Yeah. That's the thing that That's to this weird. day is paranoia. the most baffling to me. No, I know. Yeah, no. But it's. What it's, is that? Is it's that a mixture like, of like paranoia and also vanity? I can do no wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think at any point he thought he was recording anything that would ever get. But used did he ever him. explain why he did it? I, I honestly think it was because he wanted to be proven right about everything. I think so too. He just, he, it was, it was to prove that. He was always right. Yeah. If you had the if you had the transcript, you'll see I'm right. Yeah. <sighs> it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the eye contact sequence when when Mich- when yeah. Michelle Williams, dro- I couldn't even watch it. <laughs> it made <laughs> me. It, it gave me like the willies. It made me like nauseous. I people putting things in their eyes. It just really bothers me. <laughs> so, weird. Uh, so, so weird. So weird. So you know that that happened. She needed. She did a whole makeover. Yeah, she had him. a great makeover. Yeah. I, I, they came know. very dressed up. She also um, had this incredible shrine to him. Yeah. Yes. And on the top it said "My President." Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, we, you remember that little meme where the girl cleaned up. Trump's star on the Walk yes. of Fame, oh. and she yeah. said nothing but respect for my president. Oh, yeah. Jesus. It's amazing oh, the way so history weird. repeats yeah. itself. Yeah. yeah that's know? crazy. I didn't even put that together. That's mm. that's really- Well, my president was such an awesome thing to have up there. Like, yeah. Sure. No matter what, and yeah. just that connection to, de- to today. Yeah. But again, like, that's like some 17-year-old girl who yeah. idealizes Trump. Which is unquestionably Which happening. Sure happening. Oh, you can grab yeah. my pussy. Remember that shirt? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, anyhow, um, the roller skating rink is fantastic. Yes. That whole sequence is great. It feels so strangely melancholy. It's so sad and so weird. Uh, and I loved it. Um, wait, you're already on the roller skating. Well, I was just, sorry. I'm just no, no, no. throwing okay. stuff out there. 
But that's where they do all the best dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they do a lot of them. Here, I'm going to do it yeah, right please, now. Ready? Please, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That's where she she falls out of love. She, she says she's, she hates dick. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, here it yeah, is. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go. Uh, Arlene's in a daze. She skates into a pole. <laughs> Then I start talking about my daughter. Anyway, oh yeah, and Betsy wants Arlene to admit her crush, and finally she screams out, "I love Dick!" Everyone hears and laughs, and then I just (laughs) I go, "This joke is great." (laughs) (laughs) I go, "We know it was coming, and it's still great. It's so much better than the whole show. I love Dick, which wasn't great. Sorry, sorry, hot takes, guys." Hot Never saw takes. an episode. Never saw an episode either. I'm so. just saying. No, it's fine. They're I, trying to make a joke that I know, I get it. Yeah. they made. Andrew Fleming I made in 1999. Uh, can we talk about the um, the the split screen yeah. phone call yeah. with, with the cord the in the middle? The, the purple pink, television. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. So it's good. so great. It's such yeah. a great touch, which I absolutely loved. Um, I actually typed in. They actually hold back on a lot of dick jokes. Like I, just, I don't know. I, I actually didn't feel thought like, so too. Like, I was like, they really didn't go for broke. Like they kind of no. picked their battles and were like, these are the no. Good ones. They picked yeah. the moments. That's yeah. why there were the two times when like the crowd noise kind of dropped yes. out. There's when she yes. says she loves dick, and then when she says I hate dick. Yes, and aside from that, those are the two like overt and the big ones. And yeah. you suck dick. Those are the two. But wait, three. but when she hates dick, she says because I have to do it. <laughs> I hate dick. I was stupid to fall in love with dick. Dick just disgusts me now. <laughs> I mean, that's good. Oh I mean, yeah. they thought about it. <laughs> oh, and then she says, you can't let Dick ruin your life. I mean, this is just, it means more than one thing. And yeah, it's true. honest to God, it's but it is, they're it's showing true. this girl who's obsessed with Bobby Sherman and then becomes obsessed. And mm-hmm. it's like, she's learning how to be smarter and more independent and not reliant yes. on these crushes. So like in you're a so you're totally right. I, <laughs> I'm totally with you. I just yeah. yeah. It's great. I'll fight for it. No, as you should. As you no, should. no one in this room. All right. Um so where are we now in the plot? I well can I write can I tell you what I wrote Please, around this moment? Yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote, this is the most important movie of 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Which I seem, I seem to, to like write a lot, but. <laughs> yeah, how many I, other uh, movies have you said that about? I, I, I mean, would, Ed TV was the last I would time say, I said it was the most important I, I, I don't, this, this, this movie isn't ultimately going to wind up on my top 10 list, but right. I would say yeah. that of the movies we watched. Big turnaround. No, I, I never saw this, oh, but right, this is the movie I would say, go watch it. Yes. I've been saying yes, that about yes, Ed TV, yes, but this one is yeah. like, go, go watch, watch it. This. Like yeah. this is especially now more than just yeah. like put it on at night when you're going to sleep yeah. And, yeah. And, and marvel about how they, you know, predicted reality TV. Go watch this because it's actually important. Like, you know, there's a there's a period of time where um, or a moment of this movie where Richard Nixon is is calling um, people Washington Post his enemies. Yes, you know these are yeah. my enemies of the Washington Post. Yep. Like yeah. it it does the the parallels are yeah. so creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's also I mean to talk about another movie that just came out that also deals with this is The Post. The Post, yeah. Which, you know, I really loved The Post. I thought it was fantastic. Um This is better. I, okay, uh, it's different. It's, I mean, the, 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 it's more. It's more important, more resonant, and it's more of a blueprint on how to deal with this stuff, like emotionally. So <laughs> I don't. I don't disagree with you. I think that the post is also a little bit more myopic. Mm-hmm. I mean, that the story it's telling is very specific and very kind of laser focused on one event or, right. or 
you know, one portion of an event. Um, I will say that this movie is more successful at times at making its statement than the post is because the post gets a little bit kind of tripped up on, on holding people's hands through things. This movie actually surprisingly doesn't really hold your hand. It, it, it assumes you know. Yes. It, it assumes you know, and it's it, it assumes that you're you're smart. It's clever. Yes. Yeah. It's it's which the post unfortunately doesn't at times because Spielberg doesn't always trust that his audience is right. going to get it, so he kind of like hits you over the head. This with is it. probably too clever, which is why people didn't. That's definitely see it. part of it too, because mm-hmm. you have yeah. to. Yeah, you have to have a level, a, a level of of interest and also just sort of you know knowledge right. of the events a little bit. Um, yeah, it's it's so funny to. What you said earlier is so true. Like if I had, if I had sat my parents down to watch this movie in 1999, I think they would have thought it was too dumb. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I think they would have thought it was too silly because huh. they lived through it. Do you know what I mean on some yeah. level? And also they would have felt like alienated by the young cast to a certain extent. Like I think that there would have been elements of it that wouldn't fly. Right. Um, so it's it's like it's a movie for nobody. It's except for me except for, except but like it's you know what i mean like it's so well, that's funny. a good point too it's so funny. because i kept trying to want figure out why my dad who's you know nixon obsessive sure or nixon you know kind of watergate obsessive yeah. had never seen this or thought uh-huh. about this yeah. in 30 years i'm not going to be ready for the the the, the, the version, version of this oh, yeah. in, in the trump I, i'm just I'm, <laughs> You're shaking yeah. your head. Neither will rob. Like, yeah. no. i won't i what because it won't be funny. You it won't, won't laugh. Be funny, and I wonder yeah. if that's yeah, the way that's it was interesting, for them. right? Because I didn't live through Nixon, yeah. so it was funny. It was harrowing, yeah. probably for them. Like I, even yeah. you know, I see the ads for our cartoon president, yeah, which yeah. is the no, animated show yeah, about yeah, Trump, yeah. or there yeah. was you know the, the president, president show on yeah. Comedy Central, and and yeah. I just think this is just not funny to me right now, right? I don't, like I don't even think Alec Baldwin's portrayal is funny. Like this is so serious to yeah. me. Well, I mean, I do think that the John Oliver stuff and and the Samantha B stuff mm-hmm. is doing a good job of skewering they it. They come from, at it from a different because they're coming at it from a from a, yeah. a, a reporting perspective. Like they're coming at it from a from a journalistic perspective. Right. But I agree with you. Like we're not there yet. It's it's funny because I was thinking about how uh, we talked a, a little bit earlier about feud before before we got on mm-hmm. mic and how. Uh, Lewinsky is going to be uh, American Crime oh, yeah. Story. They're doing that soon. And I thought to myself, like, yeah, I think I'm probably okay watching that because I thought that that whole scandal was kind of preposterous in its own way. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because it was a Democrat thing or what, but, like, I kind of can do that. I don't think I could watch Trump, a Trump movie. I don't Certainly not within the next, I don't know how long. So, Well, you know, when we did Austin Powers, I told you, I can't watch Recount. Like I can't like yeah like I can't it's watch so good, too big though. to fail I can't watch the 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 things that happened in recent history that were bad be yeah. dramatized it just hurt it like what am right. I maybe I'm just a snowflake but it hurts too much so I re- so. recounts fantastic I mean short of the fact that there's an actor in it that maybe we shouldn't be talking about but I think that it's still a very good movie I'm sure it's great yeah anyway yeah, give me another fifteen years <laughs> wait but what was the one about the housing crisis too big to fail that was too big. No, 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 you're no, talking no. about the big short. The big short. The yeah. big short that? I did watch um, because I, I, I don't know. It was a, it was a. It didn't piss me off that yeah. much. I, right. I, it felt like it was about the people who were almost heroic in this right. in this mess. Right. It, Not the I, I guess it was a. I guess it was a POV that that I was interested right. in seeing, but I would not have been interested in seeing the movie about how. Bear Stearns defrauded all their clients or Lehman Lehman Brothers. Sure, sure, sure. Like that would have, you know, like the boiler room. There's a movie now. Oh, Abacus. It was a, it was up for best documentary. I don't know if it won because I didn't watch the the Oscars. It didn't. Okay. But it was about Icarus did. Icarus. It's cousin. 
Oh, Abacus and Icarus. Um, No, it was about the only bank that um, got their license taken away or like had went on trial from the. It had serious repercussions. Yes. It was the only one. It was Mm. a small. Did you like it? Bank. I just heard them talking about it. I'd sooner watch that. Yeah, that's. But it was heartbreaking because it was like they had, they picked this one. It was like a small bank in Chinatown in New York. And it like was a family run bank that immigrants went to. Yeah. And that's who they destroyed. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. See, I don't think I could watch that. I don't think I could watch that. I heard, I mean, I heard them talk about it again. Um, Ryan Reynolds is in this movie. (gasps) And it's a surprise. It was a surprise. I didn't know. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. And I, well, back then I didn't know who he was. Sure. No. Yeah. I mean, he's aged well. Yeah. Looks better now. Way better now. Then. Dave Foley, no. no. Not Dave Foley, but there are other people in this movie who have aged well. Well, Will Ferrell looks the same Dan as always. Dan Hedaya. Did, <laughs> looks the same. I Dan, thought Dan Hedaya was dead. <laughs> Dan Hedaya has looked the same his entire life. The he was man born is that perpetually way. 55 years old. <laughs> With a five yeah. o'clock shadow. With yeah. a five o'clock yeah. shadow. Yeah, yeah, it's like Homer Simpson when he shaves a beard. Yeah, he it just comes back. right back. <laughs> yep, yep. But, so I thought Ryan Reynolds was playing Alan Haldeman's dad. Oh, because that would have been great. Initially, you thought Yes, it was because sure. you think it's Haldeman's yeah, son. Who I know very well. Uh, it's not. It's no. his son's it's roommate, yeah. unfortunately. I, I feel like you texted me that. Well, like, I texted Ryan Reynolds playing Alan's I texted dad, Alan. Like, I'm like, Brian so. Reynolds plays your dad in Dick. And then I'm like, Wilson no, Lowry plays your dad's roommate. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. That's amazing. But he yeah. was actually really funny in it. He was really funny. That, you know, that whole that sequence. Whole she was really very works. smart. She had to seduce him. That yeah. was that was, that was was <laughs> a good move. That was smart. I feel like that actually I did love. Oh, my God. I thought that was funny. I think they shot some of this movie in Toronto. That's my guess. No, they did. They did. They did. Okay. They because, did. Because they shot a the Ryan lot. Reynolds of it all. Uh, Is it, yeah. I know they shot Virgin Suicides in Toronto as well. So I'm wondering whether or not those two shoots, because of the Kirsten Wait, Dunst of it all. Trying... She's, yeah. Kirsten Dunst spent a lot of time in Toronto in 1998. They definitely, yeah, they definitely did some in Toronto. Yeah. I don't know where it said that, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, which I thought was, uh, which I thought was fun too. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm trying to think of like story-wise. I mean, are there things that we're not hitting? I'm well, sorry, we didn't really. We kind of did a ramshackle, yeah, but we didn't really hit like like the runner of the Hello Dollies, right? So yes, basic, which is great. Yeah, basically, mm-hmm. like as a nice gesture, they cook Dick these cookies called Hello Dollies. That's uh-huh. from an old family recipe. The recipe's up on the wall. It says Hello Frame. Dollies. Yeah. yeah. And little did they know that I think like the, the walnuts. almonds, the walnuts that the they walnuts. used, At Devin Gunnar was where Larry kept his wheat. Larry kept yeah. his wheat. Larry's the one who says, don't forget the walnuts. Don't forget the I don't walnuts. think there are walnuts in Hello Dollies. I'm just going to go on record. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think- uh, Hello Dollies are real things? Yeah. Didn't know that. Oh, delicious. Right it's more of a bar than a cookie. Oh, so maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Why did he keep his weed in the walnut jar? Who the fuck knows? I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe it's one of those things that- um, I mean, I don't that's, know. Maybe, this is like a total guess, that that helps to keep keep it fresh. It's possible there are some things you can put he in. He didn't seem to care. He didn't like, seem he to didn't, care. He, wasn't care. Yeah. he didn't care well, about getting caught or whatever. That's a stupid whatever. place to put And it. he makes a joke. He says, don't forget the walnuts. Mm-hmm. And then they go in the walnut jar and you see the weed and they put- the weeds and the Hello Dollies. So basically yeah. the whole movie, they're dosing yeah. Nixon. And, yeah. and that is like, that, that's and the, Khrushchev and, yeah. and, and his guards. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yes, they get so excited. <laughs> Mark so McKinney's excited so fucking yeah. stoked about it. And they're always Give singing. Give us the cookies. 
They get your Khrushchev th- saying yeah. hello, Dolly, with Nixon, yes. which is fun. Yeah. And basically, they're saying that's the reason for his paranoia. Yes. Like, ultimately, <laughs> yes. it's like, it's true. like it's you true. Know, Nixon has this world-class paranoia. And they're saying, well, actually, it's just, you know, it's just the, it the just, paranoid yeah. realness of a, a stoner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's a good... Which is it's a, just it's a so fucking writer. clever. It's like, a really, clever, really clever. It's a really yeah. clever movie. Um, it's also a nice way into um, drug shit, which is generally pretty lame. Yeah, but also like at its best is kind of fun. Yeah. So it's 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 nice to have a story reason right. yeah. to bring in this drugs as opposed to like sure. not really knocking it, but like in right. um what's what's not, the best stoner movie? The best, the best stoner comedy. The, I'm not really a. Stoner comedy kind of guy. Like, okay. are you talking about a movie about stoners? Um, yeah. Like, what, like, what, I like mean, half baked. I mean, Daisy Confused is what comes to mind for me. Yeah. So there's like, there's which movie, is not really a yeah, Pineapple Express. Pineapple yeah. Express. Like, like, there are movies falls apart of that. There are movies yeah. about stoners, which I don't think are like necessarily great yeah. movies to watch yeah. stoned. Yeah. And then there are movies that are like great to watch, watch stoned. stoned. Yeah. And oh, see, movies that's that a different are great thing to watch stoned are just interesting movies. <laughs> you know, just the most interesting just like movie. Any like movie. I, like any I, movie. I mean, again, I hope like this is not the podcast everyone listens to, but I just saw Game Night, <laughs> totally stoned, and <gasps> fucking loved it. Well, but okay. I want to Game see Night that. was great. Yes. And here's the thing, and I should have been was, tipped like, off by you right away. I should have been tipped off because he, you were like, "Hey, I'm gonna go see Game Night." Is it good? I was like, "Yeah, it's really funny. I really liked it." And then he comes and he's like, "It's the greatest fucking movie ever made." And I was like. <laughs> Now it's all making sense. Right. I really loved it. But yeah, so like a game night is very is very exciting yes. to watch Stone because it's a puzzle. And like puzzles are a lot of fun to like. And it's also it, it opens yeah. with such a great I mean the first Don't forty minutes. I'm me. not gonna I'm not gonna Spoilers. spoil anything. I'm just gonna say the first forty five minutes are fantastic. I heard them today on uh the treatment, them. I think. The writer, the directors. Um, okay, yeah, the the, the John Francis, Daly John Francis Daly, and, and I don't Goldstein? know, Goldstein, Goldstein, yeah. Jonathan Goldstein, right? yeah. Jonathan Goldstein, yeah, talking about it, and it's great. Everyone should go see I'm Game really Night. It's excited. really funny. You should see it. It's it just it's sad, and I think also when I was watching this, no, it's not sad, but it's just why aren't more movies this good? You yeah. know what I mean? Like movies are so. We've been asking. I'm a TV that person. A I came from movies, but I. Movies are so bad, and it's like yep. when they're good, you're like fuck, and that's why I just think it's so exciting that Game Night's really good. Yes, and it's not; it's hard to make a movie no matter what. Well, An and original you know, movie today is incredibly difficult, right? To do. But yeah. if you're gonna do it, just make it good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, that's guys. What I, that's Stacey Trump setting <laughs> the bar high for you. I'm saying there's so much good TV. Yeah. Well, that's, I, that's 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 what's killing them right now. Is right, that and so that's. But you're right. But like, I think maybe get TV writer. Well, it's here's the thing about Game Night Two that kind of hit me, which is it made me think about The Hangover, the first one. Yeah. Also, a movie I absolutely loved. I for think a lot of the same reasons. Love it this too. Is, and and it's one of those things where I remember sitting in the theater. I had a similar feeling with Game Night as well, where about halfway through The Hangover, I remember thinking to myself, "Where the fuck is this guy?" Like I right. did, I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I hadn't figured it out. Yeah. And for a comedy to do that when, you know, usually yeah. you're just whatever. I didn't was, figure it out either. I didn't figure it out. Me and then either. at the end it was like really clever, smart, yeah. totally great ending. And a similar sort of situation in game night as well. And it's, I don't know. I don't know why they don't make more of these movies. I just, I just don't get it. Well, don't, you, I, especially comedies. Unfortunately, we don't get a lot of these in 1999, actually. Yeah, like we get great movies like Dick and they're like, they're good. They're great for their own reasons. Right. Yeah. But if you watch those movies in the 80s, like the great comedies of the 80s, in my opinion, the great comedies of the 80s, like Fletch and like okay. Beverly sure. Hills Cop. Sure. Those, All right. those, Does Fletch hold up? Oh, I think Fletch is so good. And I I'll think give he, you Tootsie. 
Well, <laughs> so we're I'm like that's a movie so that we're, holds we're, up. All right, so Tootsie's great. We're talking about. I'm talking about like a different kind of thing. So oh. Tootsie is Tootsie is all right. Tootsie's fantastic. It's a ro- it's kind of romantic. You're comedy. talking about a mashup. You're talking about like two genres in uh, like, one: like, a comedy detective movie or a yes, co- yes. Like but Hank, Tootsie's doing other things. Like Tootsie's striving actually to be a more substantive movie totally They're, totally yeah. fletches and we have stuff like tootsie not like tootsie but we have stuff like tootsie now sort we of, don't really yeah. have stuff no, like the hangover or <laughs> game no i don't mean today game i night. mean in 99 yeah. yes, yes, yes we don't yeah. have stuff like hangover or i game would night. add get out i think get out's brilliant but yeah. get um, out is a horror film or a comedy that's comedy of, yeah. yeah dark 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 comedy. They, you had you you have to take Lil Rel. I mean, you, come on. You, you so have to funny. take the the other. <laughs> if you're mashing up comedy and horror or yeah. comedy and action movie, you have to take the other part as seriously as the comedy. Sure. And sure, when yes. you say something like Pineapple Express falls apart, to me, it's because they didn't take like the act. It's not really the, the action, action part. Yeah, it's yeah. really like the the, yeah. the, the plot. thriller of it. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, right. they just kind of dev- devolved into this ridiculous fight yeah. yeah and it actually was an interesting premise and i think that's i saw game night because i thought the premise was interesting is it it's a very or, clever it's game very or clever. not a game like what's a game what's not a game right. i think i think so. this is the end is more successful than pineapple express for oh i like this you're is trying, the end. yeah that you're, that you're speaking of which is yeah. that it actually sticks the landing in the end and, and it actually it, kind of yeah. knows it takes what the apocalypse of it right. seriously the, the genre so. blending that they do and the, the the you know the self-referential nature of it works in that movie um yeah I don't know. Uh, you know what? That's true for Tootsie too. Tootsie takes the the the, the huge. <laughs> Thank you. Tootsie takes Tootsie That's is true. funny, but Tootsie is way more successful to me as a story about a person trying to find a second way into his career. career yeah. You know, and and yeah. is, is hiding who he is, but also finds who he is. And it's you know, this is such a one to one. So forgive me, but like Mrs. Doubtfire was on yeah. last night, and I watched a little bit of it with my roommate. And it's a super charming movie, and I totally get why people love it. I I, I don't necessarily no. love it, but there's some there's a lot of good stuff in it, and I understand I why it was as successful as it was. But again, sort of a similar, I mean, obviously a similar premise, which is that this guy wants to spend time with his kids, and the only way that he can do it is mm-hmm. if he dresses up as this woman. Um, but I think Tootsie's just saying a lot more. You know what I mean? Like, right. Mrs. Doubtfire is just a, a, a nice family film, but... You know, it has some It's trouble. also way broader than Tootsie. Well, you I mean Robin Williams is like let off the chain on several. We yeah. do have Bicentennial Man in 99, though, which is going to be a doozy yeah. to cover. Oof. Um, can we talk about the soundtrack of this movie? Oh, my God. I hope. Yes, please. <laughs> I wrote them all down. Because I definitely bought the soundtrack. It's when a I was- great soundtrack. Holy it's shit. a great soundtrack. So good. Um, I'm assuming you have it pulled up. No, I'll pull okay. it up. I can tell you. Um, I remember. <laughs> the weird, the one outlier on this soundtrack is the the Dancing Queen cover by Sixpence None the Richer, which is oh. which is weird. Is that at the end? Yes. That sounds like an MTV play. That sounds like runs, yeah. This is one of those things where it's like they got desperate at the end. I think. <laughs> I mean, I think they had they, the I don't movie. Know what, yeah, I guess. And they were like, "Oh, the kids love uh, that uh, Kiss Me song. Let's get that. The, let's get yes. those guys." We'll I see. think. Yeah, because the rest of it was to the time it was, it was great. It's and great. I, the, the story films. No. I know election was. This is it Sony. Seems, all right. Uh, it was, um, but, but you've got like ABC by Jackson yeah. Five, Crocodile Rock, yeah, Elton John, Mr. Um, Big Stuff, Mr. Big Stuff, which is fantastic. I've seen all good people. Uh, yes, that and yes. Then, song. Yeah, yeah, I love and that then song. the so fucking good. You're So Vain, which is such a perfect needle drop for yeah. this movie. But you know awesome. what? That's not what they wanted. Wait, I want to tell oh, you really? this thing. Yeah. You wanted people are strange. Nope. <laughs> um, they wanted guys. 
They wanted love will keep us together. Oh, no, they didn't. Sorry. They wanted love will keep us together somewhere. Maybe sure. for that yeah. romance thing. Yeah. Captain and Tennille said no. <laughs> no, thank yeah. you. The captain wasn't going to Captain was it. into it. Tennille was like, hell <laughs> was like, no. Fuck this. We, don't need, we don't need your money. And then Fair. they wanted Led Zeppelin's Over the Hills and Far Away. Well, should score the closing moments. I mean, here's the thing. Led Zeppelin notoriously God, I hope they got strict right. about They couldn't get the rights. Yeah. About giving so the rights. So then they put surprised. in You're So Vain. But I think it's better. I think, I think And the they all is, got goosebumps and they're like, this is it. It was perfect. It's so much better. Yeah, I actually think the Led Zeppelin thing would have been weird. kind of weird. No, you, you I think guys, tonally weird. Tonally weird. Yeah. You guys know Carly sometimes perfect. it is like the second choice that's the right choice. It happens sure. all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I just also think like limitations it should be a female, it should be a female singer. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it just, to, to really hit home like that these two girls just screwed them over. Like, I don't know. It right. just feels, and and I mean, you're so vain. And they play a like the whole song. song. Yeah, they do. It's amazing. You're so vain is an amazing It's so a good. great song. The way it song. starts. It's a great song. Uh, they also have the theme to Louis. Another yes, person we can't do. mention. They do. Which I did not know was a real song. Yeah. It is Brother Louie. Yeah. Weird. We're not going to talk about him, though. Uh, no, we're just talking about the <laughs> a song. A lot of good music. It's a great soundtrack. Someone else today told me that they had the soundtrack to Dick, and I, I can't definitely remember had. I, I had the soundtrack to Reservoir Dogs, for sure. Sure, that was a great soundtrack. And I had, I definitely had the soundtrack, because I was hearing all the music, and I'm going, why, what was, I, why is this all so familiar? Because we talked a little bit. We've talked... When we can talk about a soundtrack, we do. Yeah. Um, and soundtracks were a very big deal yeah. in the 90s. They're not really as much anymore. No. They're different now. Black Panther's is about to become a big soundtrack. It is a big soundtrack. And, yeah. and, and, yeah. and that sort of speaks to what we were when. So on the Notting Hill episode, we talked a little bit mm-hmm. about this because that was the first time I we listened talked to about that soundtracks. One. And I think that Beautiful. You've, got, <laughs> you've got, you know, obviously your uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, your Hunger Games, your Twilights. Like, those soundtracks were very curated. And, and right. I think Black Panther Black sort of falls a little bit into it. Black Panther's kind of a Kendrick Lamar yeah. album. It is, but you know, like, well, it's, it's a bit of an outlier, yeah, but it's still it a curated And thing. songs yeah. that were produced for the movie. Right. Yeah. Like, right. With that in mind. Yeah. Um, but this type of thing, where it's really kind of basically a mixtape of a bunch of, of great the time. songs. The yeah. Forrest Gump. Dazed and Confused kind of soundtrack. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. As opposed to the Tarantino thing, which is a hodgepodge of whatever fucking weirdo songs he right. decides to put together that work. I was actually talking to my roommate yesterday about uh, Baby Driver and how one of the things that I actually didn't like about Baby Driver, and I liked the movie fine, I didn't love it, was that the songs were obscure and not particularly effective. Hmm. Like, he he was so... I love that you just said that. I haven't heard anybody say that. I, okay. I felt the same way. Because you're just like, it felt like a lot of I haven't seen it. of Edgar Wright it's deep like, cuts of being like, I'm going to pick some obscure song. Yeah. Right. It's a good movie. But like, he made it sound like, and I bring this up because um, I was watching something where one of the producers were being interviewed and talking about how he forced people to listen to the songs while they were reading the script. Like it was that fused into- In Baby the, Driver? In Baby Driver. So, oh. ba- so Baby Driver- Because the, the music is yeah. integral to yeah. the movie. So the songs just aren't as great as I want. If you don't know, be. Baby Driver is about- A baby. A, a, ch- yes, a baby. It's a baby that drives a car. A baby who could drive a car. Right. Yeah, it's like the baby boss. It's about essentially- but a, he's a driver. A baby. Plus baby. More or less <laughs> about an adorable baby who can drive, <laughs> can a, drive. Man, a man-sized car. <laughs> but he, uh, I don't know why I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, it well, sounds it's, good. It's, it's yeah, good. Yeah. But he, but this baby uh, is also deaf, and he. Oh, no, no, yeah. he's not deaf. He's not deaf. He's he. He, he needs has ringing. The beat in, of a song he has ringing in his ringing. ears. He has ringing in his I ears. I have that. 
You do? He has tinnitus. Yeah, I have tinnitus. He has tinnitus. So <laughs> you always have to have sound. So it's, it's about yeah. tinnitus. It's about tinnitus. Really. And, it's about um, driving. and he listens to music the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. The, the feeling I got from, from this that mm-hmm. you're kind of saying yes. was, I felt distinctly uncool. Yes. When all these songs hit that are supposed to hit these totally emotions, the and I'm no. hearing them for the first time. No, yeah. they, don't, they don't mean anything. They don't, they're meaningless no. to me. No. I, I don't, like, there are some movies where you do want to learn songs. Like, High Fidelity. Is exp- is sure expl- is sure, but part of what they did in High Fidelity was ground it yeah. in like. By the way, like fucking Al- yeah. Marvin Gaye is cool too. Yes. So yeah. like, like we're not total assholes. We yeah. think we think let's get on yeah. is cool. So like, also the Beta Band yeah. is cool, right? You know. But like to that point, like when Tarantino had his continues to have, but had his needle drops in Pulp Fiction or in Jackie mm-hmm. Brown, I was like, I can't fucking wait to have this soundtrack and have this song and hear this song again. This is a fucking great song. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But I'm I I need to have. But this he song. had Al Green in it too. Sure, he, sure, so, sure. So and you know, but like, like the stuck in the middle, soundtrack. Like, yeah. I didn't know any of that music. Yeah, there wasn't. It, let's get. It, I mean, let's say together's on it. Mm, anyway, it doesn't. Matter. Yeah. My point is, Baby Driver did not have that effect on me. Where I was like, I don't know this music, and I want to own this music. Right. So anyway, this is all a long way of saying that that soundtracks like this one that were sort of a a compilation of great songs. There's just not that many of them anymore. I mean, it's kind sure of any. like Rushmore had an amazing Absolutely. soundtrack yeah. and yeah. brought back songs that you had maybe heard in passing sure. but hadn't thought about, uh-huh. like The Wind, like Cat Stevens, and then yeah. the song that it sure. ends on. Um, yes. I don't know what it does I wish, on the top of my head. I wish that I knew what I know now. Yeah, yeah. When I was younger. Yeah. Well, there's also, I wish mean, another. that I knew what I know now. Yeah, yeah, now. that song. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. But I'm saying it's like taking those songs that you kind of know. Yeah. It's like in the periphery of your mind. Like Almost Famous does it incredibly well. Oh. Boogie you know, Nights almost, does it incredibly well. Boogie um, Nights does it well, which yeah. is like a, a couple songs in there that you're like, I know this song. I don't know who writes this right. song, or songs, but I know this song. But it right? gives you a feeling. But it gives you a feeling. And, to, and the other thing is what we're talking about with the original music. Magnolia doesn't have a song you've ever heard before. Sure. Well, the Super <sighs> and, Tramp songs, but. Yes, yeah. that's true. But least, all, but my least favorite part of the Super Tramp songs. Yeah, I mean, oh, I love and, and, that uh, scene. And Hello Stranger. Uh, yeah. it's like, well, oh. And also the Dream song that is that uh, that William H Macy's always playing in his car. Dreams they come true. Oh yeah, Dream, yeah, that was the current song. Yeah. yeah. But um, I almost you, said Macy Gray. No, that was like a song from that time. I don't think so. Oh no! Yes. It, it is. It is. It, it's was from. It? It's from very recently before that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's, it's okay. like a. It's like a. You know it's what a, song I'm talking yeah. about. It's a song yeah. you would you would have heard. Yeah, it's like a pop he's always song. playing in his car. It's like a pop yeah. song, yeah. And it's like plays as he drives through the, yeah. the, the front But the of thing that that's so store. cool is that he <laughs> listened now we're talking about Magnolia, but he listened to movie. Amy Mann. He listened to that album the whole time he was writing the movie. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that's why it goes. She's it snorting so... cocaine off of a CD cassette of, right. of Amy yeah. Man's I'm with Stupid. Right. It's the, uh, the best movie. I love the way that music is used in that <laughs> movie. I love that music for that movie. Yeah, it's it's like one of the reasons chorus. I love that movie it's so perfect. much. Yeah. It's so good. And All right. We, could talk we about should probably go uh, and do our 0 to 99. Yes. For those of you who are not aware, which may include Stacey. At the end of every episode, yeah. Yeah. we rank the movie from 0 to 99. 
We start zero with, being the worst, ninety nine being the highest. We yes. get a lot of hundred percent people. Okay, so <laughs> we're just trying. They, some people just don't understand. So like, you don't, have to stop them. No, they just don't. Just to be like, okay, well, that's not really. You know, it's like we're, tra- can't get to we're trying to keep on theme yeah. with the whole ninety nine podcast. Like it's nineteen ninety nine. Got it. I don't know that. It's weird. It's weird. I feel like there's people like I'd give it a hundred. It's like you don't get it. No, it's ninety nine is the highest. So yeah. we we saw this back then. Yes, we did not. Right. I mean, no, I'm going to have, have a higher better. score than you. But so my question but, is, sorry, I know it already. You start with, we'd what? like you to start with what you think your your grade would have been when you first saw then? it. Then? Yeah, yes. sure. And then what your grade is now. Oh, okay. Okay, I think my grade then would have been, I would say like 85. Okay. And I sure. think now... It's so hard because I feel like my nostalgia for seeing it then just really colored it. So I'd say I'm going to say it's the same. I'm going to say it's 85 on both. Okay, so it's a push, which is exactly what I gave Ed TV. So that's very good. (laughs) (laughs) But it's he started at like what was your in the 30s, and then he 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 went all the way up to (gasps) the 80s. Oh wow! I saw it in '99 and, and hated, it. <laughs> hated it. And then now you'd love. I have to see it now. I love it. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I, I think I, you'd really like it. It's, I it's love really the movie. Good. I regret my '85, but I love the movie. You regret it. I do. I say it every time no, now. Like every, like every podcast, uh, I'm like, no. oh no, I set the bar so high. Anything lower than '85. Now you have yeah. to push everything yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, you have like a hundred. So, so yeah. you're saying '85, '85? Yeah, I'm gonna okay. keep, keep it right there. I I remember, like I said, seeing it, and I put that in quotation marks because at the time I don't really remember much of it. Right. So I'll say that back then, a sixty is probably where I would would have been on that movie. Uh, now I'd give it probably I'd give it a seventy nine or an eighty. Um, all right, so we'll, we'll do seventy nine point five. Um, and I, I, as I think I said last time, I seen bits and pieces of it. Like yeah, I'd yeah. seen and like stumbled across it on HBO, sure. but I'd never watched it start to finish. I'm not really going to give it a grade. I don't remember really having any feelings about it aside from. <laughs> Fear that it was you know two female leads, but <laughs> just a deep-rooted uh, just, just, fear. just fear yes, and, a, yes. and just emasculation yeah. that sure, like sure, eventually sure. like you know yeah. there'll be gender equality yeah. and then, women aren't funny. Well, yeah. no, don't go there. <laughs> I'm, I know. I just don't want to get into that kidding. conversation with who Rob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> you know you're from but, Saskatchewan. Yeah. But uh, yeah, hey, women from Saskatchewan. Are not <laughs> they're not funny. I, that I would believe. That's true. There's no question that that is true. To be funny and flat. Um, so oh, take, take this as no reflection. Yeah, I don't take it personally. You didn't make the movie. Oh no! Well, on how this reflects, <laughs> this is nothing. Well, what to do is with your my, grade now? Just do it's it. the exact same as yours. It's not seventy nine point five. It's a seventy nine. <laughs> it doesn't make it worse than Ed TV. It's a superior movie to Ed TV. Um, Interesting. I like I I like the experience of watching it slightly less than okay. I liked Ed TV. I yeah. think Ed TV flew, and I think you're still slightly afraid of women. I mean, well, you know, not Jenna Elfman, but Jenna um, Elfman is very, very sweet in that TV. No, that's that's fair. I am, I am slightly afraid of women. You're right. I'm gonna, wa- yeah, well, I'll call you after. But yeah, um, I think this was a fantastic movie. So you know, it's a really it's, good grade. It's a I great do, movie. I do think it, and I, everyone should watch. It. I do think it is not the fastest moving train, and I think there are times where I kind of lost focus. But aside from that, mm-hmm. I think like the highs are really high. I think the con- the social commentary is really sharp. I think movie. the way it presages what we're going on now is really kind of exciting. I agree. Um, and great use of dick jokes. And great, great use, use of dick jokes. I'm actually remembering now that I would when I'd go to the when I go to the video store uh-huh. after this once this movie was in the video store, 
And I would just always, when I saw it there, would just scream out, I love Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Just to make, I guess it was my husband there, uncomfortable. You got Dick back there? I was just like, everyone, guys, (laughs) have you tried Dick? Uh, Yeah, let me see it. Let me see Dick. Dick is worth it. so great. Dick will not be a waste of your time. I also feel like, truthfully, the title probably didn't help this movie either. I actually agree. Like, I think that ultimately is what I was afraid of. Like I, I think, yes, you were afraid of this. Yes, but do you know what I mean? Like I, it's just not the best title. It doesn't actually help the movie. Oh well, I have another point of view. It is the best title. It is. I mean, I was in from the title. If you're gonna like the movie, you're gonna like the title. Uh, fair enough. Fair that's, enough. That's true. I can't dispute that. I mean, if you're if you are on board with that title, you're on board for this movie. I was in. But I think that from a marketing campaign, that's a tough movie. Oh, there's so many mistakes. I love- <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. They, they must have so many regrets. I I, mean, I was turned off by I'm turned off to this day by, by I Dick. love Dick. <laughs> by Dick. By Dick. <laughs> I'm turned no, no, I'm not I'm not like that at all, guys. Sure, sure. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But you, but I love Dick on um on Amazon. Yeah. That yeah. title turns me off. However, turns me if, off too. If you guys came here. But that and, wasn't the title of this. No, this is just yeah. this, this is just this plain is just, old just dick. But I'm saying dick. if it's straight I, up dick. If I love Dick wound up being a great movie, great show, yeah. and I watched it, I can get on board with that title too. If it was no. right, if it if it, if if it, it worked, worked for you. Sure, sure, yes. sure. But see, I was already out because I had seen Dick and loved Dick, and I'm like, this isn't new or clever That's saying true. I love Dick. They did it. In right. 1999. Yeah. It's a weird title for a show. And the it's, show's done now. It is a bit of an eye roller. So next week. What happens? Do it. Next week we're going to record and or air. <laughs> analyze this. <laughs> <laughs> right? There's going to be plenty of analysis <laughs> that could be done about this podcast after Analyze This. Yeah. So we're, gonna, we're, we're doing Analyze This next Massive week. Massive hit. A huge hit. Huge hit. Huge hit. I don't totally get why it was a hit, if I'm being completely frank. I I, I mean, it's weird that it was a big hit. Is it Let Robert it, De Niro? It is Robert De Niro. I think it's Crystal. Right, because I think it's those two people together. But do you, here's, yeah, a, here's I agree a quiz. It was, who do you think wrote this movie? You'll never guess who wrote this movie. I certainly didn't. Um, Carrie Fisher. That's a, <laughs> that's a good call. Better, that would have been a better, better movie. idea. Uh, Kenneth Lonergan and Peter Tolan. What? Wrote, analyzed this. Well, also, that's insane. a crazy pair. And Harold yeah. Ramis. And Harold Ramis. Oh. I mean, individually. They didn't, obviously. But I don't think the three that, of them sat in a room. What a crazy either. pair. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we're, we're, we're doing Analyze This next week. We're doing Analyze This. We're going to analyze, analyze this. Oh, it's, um, it's That's going to be our dick joke of next week. We're it's not. At, it's we're gonna really add, not. We're going to analyze that. Don't this. even try it. We're going to analyze this, Stacey. Do you, do you remember it at all? Do you? Have I any? think I saw it in the theater and thought it was mediocre. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. And I haven't movie. thought about it since. <laughs> it's a weird movie. The, Just watched it. By it's a weird far movie. the most interesting aspect of Analyze This is that it came out two months after The Sopranos yeah. aired on oh, HBO. And right. it's the exact oh, yes. same, premise. same premise. Right. So, you know. With per- a lot of actors. A few, I think. A few yeah, actors. There are only sort of- there are only six people who can play mobsters in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Uh, what's it's a weird what, what I think you can expect from this podcast, knowing Phil and, and knowing myself, is we're going to talk about The Sopranos a lot, a lot. Um, <laughs> which which also is going to have its own dedicated podcast at some point. Yes, we're going to do but, a, we're going to do a TV miniseries of because Sopranos and West Wing came out in '99. But we should let Stacey leave because we've kept her Ooh, for longer yeah. than yeah, we the movie. 
Yeah, this, <laughs> this is definitely longer than Dick. And uh, uh, longer and than Dick. Long- anyway, sorry. And that'll be our last. It piece. doesn't work when you try too hard. <laughs> certainly doesn't work when Why you I'm say it twice. Why I'm not a comedy writer. <laughs> Um, this was actually the best. So this, thank, was this was so much fun. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank um, you, it was very fun. Welcome back whenever you want. Yeah. To, what, what were, we're going to, we're going to do something else. Well, we'll do plenty. What was the movie that we said you were going to come? Oh, uh, Outside, Outside Providence. Providence. Yeah. There you go. Oh. We'll see you there. We'll get high. Get excited. Yeah. Or Ed TV part two. Yeah. After I we could double dip. On I'll Ed look TV. at the list. I'll look okay. at the list. Thank All you right. again, Stacey. Thank uh, you. Thank uh, you for listening. At PM Miscove, at Nybart. Yeah. Um, follow him on Instagram and all social media platforms. I'm yeah. only Please to be followed rate, on review, Twitter. Subscribe. Stacey, tell all your friends. Do you want to? Are plug you on any social media, media that you want to uh, plug? I'm on Twitter at Stacy Troop. Yeah, which is like the Canadian of Stacy Troop. Stacy Troop. Just Stacey replace Troop. all the vowels with O's. There you go. That's it's Canadian Stacey. English right there. Yeah. there it's great to see you. Great to have you. Great to Thank do this podcast. So we'll see y'all guys next week. Thanks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.